Hare Krishna. It is our pleasure and privilege to welcome you to the 72nd Vyasa Puja of His Holiness Giriraj Swami Maharaj. Some of you have come from very far and we thank you for being here. We have guests here from India, from France even, and we're so grateful uh, for your presence here. And there's no better day to celebrate than the appearance of a Vaishnava. Just one person chanting Hare Krishna is so beneficial to the world. What to speak of someone who has dedicated his entire life to Srila Prabhupada. Um, Girar Swami means so much to our community, to the entire Texas Yatra. He's been a pillar of spiritual strength to everyone, and especially to the Tamal Krishna Goswami disciples. So we're so grateful for having him here for his guidance and his love and support over the years. And we're so grateful that he's chosen Dallas for his Vyasa Puja this year. When we think of Giriraj Swami and his contributions to the movement, um, we also think about his books. He wrote Watering the Seed. This was the first book that Giriraj Swami wrote. And it's full of beautiful and instructive anecdotes um, of his time with Srila Prabhupada. It's said that the spiritual master plants the Bhakti Lata Bij, and we're meant to nurture it and water it and protect it. And through the stories and lectures in this book, uh, Girash Swami tells us how we can do that. Um, Srila Prabhupada said that you can have so many stars, but they're not going to dissipate the darkness of the night. Only the moon can do that. And he said that in this movement, he doesn't want so many star-like disciples, but if he could just have one moon, then he would consider his movement a success. And it's been concluded that Srila Prabhupada actually had many moons. And in Giriraj Swami's book, Many Moons, he talks about some of those exalted Vaishnavas who have left this planet. So this was the second book that Giriraj Swami wrote. And the third book is called Life's Final Exam, and it's about the Vedic perspective of death and dying. And he draws from his experiences starting a hospice and, and in palliative care. And his fourth book, which we're eagerly awaiting, will be about the good fight to procure Hare Krishna land and to construct the Juhu temple. So we're very excited for those books to come out, and we request that you all read the books. Uh, but before you can read the books, you have to buy the books. So if you'd like to buy the books, <laughs> you can see myself or Hema Grunga Prabhu. Um, and we do have some of them in the gift shop as well. Um, we have one final announcement. And this is a humble request on behalf of, of everyone. We have so many wonderful guests who would like to speak about their relationship to Maharaj. And because we'd like to hear from everyone, if you could speak from the heart... And, and speak um, in such a way that everyone can talk. So if you could limit your um, offering to three minutes about, we would appreciate that. That way we can hear from all of the devotees assembled. And we will start with His Grace Chakri Prabhu. Chakri Prabhu. Hare Om Ajnana Timirandasya Janajana Shalakaya Chakshura Militamyena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha 
So on one of the early Vyasa Puja celebrations, uh, Srila Prabhupada um, told the devotees what to speak about. And he said, uh, on that occasion, the devotees should uh, speak about what they've gotten from their spiritual master and how it's changed their lives. So for me personally, um, getting the association of Giriraj Maharaj was a turning point in my life. Uh, we all go along in our spiritual life, and uh, sometimes the progress may seem a little bit uh, slow. So uh, we need some extra mercy. So by getting the association of the person Bhagavat, then we get that extra mercy. So for myself personally, by getting Giriraj Maharaj's association, uh, that was like a turning point for me, and I could uh, see myself making further progress and uh, gradually the anarchas uh, becoming diminished. So I think we can all uh, have that same experience that by the association of Giriraj Maharaj, our uh, spiritual path becomes uh, much easier. And um, serving Maharaj is, is such a wonderful experience. Um, I was helping my wife do some of the preparations for his Vyasa Puja. And at first I thought, oh, I'm so busy, you know, how will I fit this in my schedule? <laughs> but as I continued to help her, actually the opposite was true. I kept feeling... Uh, more and more pleasure and more and more happiness uh, helping her uh, serve Giraj Maharaj. So uh, serving him is a very great uh, pleasure and uh, there's certain sweetness in uh, rendering service to him. And uh, one other thing I was going to mention, recently my wife went to Carpinteria and I did not uh, accompany her. So um, after she left, uh, Maharaj wrote me a message. Uh, Thank you for allowing Vishnupriya to come to Carpinteria. We really needed her, and she did a great job. And then he said, I know that you must have felt some inconvenience in her absence, and I appreciate you making that sacrifice. So I think Maharaj must have read my mind a little bit. It was <laughs> it was definitely a little bit inconvenient, but I just thought that was uh, so thoughtful and so caring of him to um, to appreciate uh, that I had made some small sacrifice. And um, I just wrote back to him that Maharaj, you're very considerate and thoughtful of devotees' needs and feelings. So that that's my experience, and I think everyone's experience that Maharaj is always very uh, thoughtful and very caring about the needs of all devotees. So I, I feel very fortunate uh, uh, to be have this association, and I pray to uh, 
continue to to be under his shelter. Hare Krishna. Next, we would like to hear from His Grace Vishwambar Das. Haribo. Hare Krishna. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshur Unmilitam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha It is a great honor for me personally and for all of us, all the devotees here, that we are <coughs> here, we are able to glorify great Vaishnava devotee Giraj Maharaj today. On, the, on his most auspicious day, appearance day, celebration, in Mundaka Upanishad, Lord Himself says, "Tad Artham, so Gurum Eva Abhigachet." If you want to know the supreme absolute truth, you must surrender to the bona fide spiritual master. <coughs> Many of our Vedic scriptures have this injunction. So one time in Bombay, Srila Prabhupada was sitting in his quarter and <clears throat> he was uh, teaching the devotee uh, to cut the mango. So that time one gentleman asked Prabhupada, Prabhupada, what is the need for a guru? So Prabhupada said, see, uh, I have to teach this devotee how to cut the mango. So you need a guru even to cut a mango, what to speak of, to approach the supreme absolute truth, why you would not need a guru. So uh, uh, original guru is Lord Balaram and uh, Lord Balaram comes as Lord Nityananda in this day and age. And then he is sending Srila <coughs> Prabhupada as his Senapati Bhakta and it is a great honor to see that Prabhupada, he created great leaders. Uh, and we have uh, Giraj Maharaj in front of us as one of the leaders of our movement. Very senior Vaishnav devotee who has been giving uh, his example, his exemplary behavior uh, and his steadfast service uh, at the lotus feet of Srila Prabhupada for years and years without getting tired. Uh, he has been personally inspirational uh, and motivational to me as my Shiksha Guru. So again, I offer my humble obeisances at his lotus feet on this most auspicious day. And I pray to Radha Kalachanji that they may bestow upon me and all of us the honor uh, to have uh, his personal association, his advice. Uh, uh, as he is very kind and merciful, he has come today uh, to uh, to accept our uh, obeisances and our offerings so he may continue for years and years to inspire us. Uh, that is my prayer. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna.
His Holiness Ratabdija Swami has joined us, so we'll ask him to speak something next. Hi Krishna everyone. Hare Krishna everyone. Hare Krishna. Please uh, turn to the person next to you and say, say thank you for coming here today. We just tell them that you appreciate their being here. Where to, you know, so many things for Giri Rajaswami. Um, closest friend. I remember there. I don't know if you remember Mars, but I remember, uh, I don't know if you should bring up such things on these events, but the passing of our dear friend Tamal Krishna Mars. And, um, on that day, the, the depth of the, what do you call it, the sinking of the heart was very much and I had so much, um, received so much shelter from Goswami Maharaj, and I didn't know what was going to happen. And that day I asked you, I said, I need shelter. And you agreed. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> but it was more like a friendly exchange. It wasn't like an official, you know, we're going to make this official. But I said, you know, with this thing, this something else has to be there for me. So this was my plea to you at that time. Okay. Can my my desk is a little tight at me? <laughs> Sorry, you can't iron a dog's tail straight. It reminds me, our Godbrother Sridhar Swami Maharaj's um, longtime servant, Mayapur Das. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he used to say, um, Yeah, I, you know, please accept me as your servant. I'm so surrendered unto you. I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever you say. And then he said that, but there's an asterisk. Conditions may apply. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not gonna place any conditions. I'm, whatever you would like me to do, Mars, I will do. Uh, Mars and I often discuss, if you have a phone, turn it off. I'm packing. <laughs> Most people don't know what that means. I have a weapon, I have a weapon in my back of my dhoti. <laughs> oh. So, we talk about these events, 
And our conclusion is, is that this is a service that must be performed for the Vaishnavas. Uh, it's not easy to sit here and be glorified. Um, although there are so many reasons to be glorified in my heart to, and on behalf of Giriraj Swami, on my side, I always think differently. But in this, I always think that particular way. And especially, we go through this on a repeated basis, isn't it? I mean, may I say like that, Marjorie? We do talk about these things because to take on the role that of this service is not a, it's not a, it's, it's a very serious event. It's a very serious thing. And to have students that are dependent on you and to have to represent Shiddha Prabhupada in the disciplic succession in the way we're expected to do is, in my, I can only say in my case, is way beyond my pay grade. It's way above my pay grade, um, my ability to perform such things. But I see this, um, this humility in Mara is also sharing his experiences with me. Because I see that throughout his life he was searching for the absolute truth. He was actually, um, he was, it's, it's a lifelong process for him. Lifelong process for him. And I just wanted to explain because if you read this year's Yas Pujam offering that His Holiness Giri Radhaswami wrote to Srila Prabhupada, and I hope I got the right, hope it was this year's that I read where you explained you're going to Brenda. Yeah. <clears throat> it could have been last year or the year but it was this year. And how seriously he was searching for a spiritual master. How serious that, that desire was. To the point where his friends thought he was a little touched. You were like so much wanting to go to this group, to that group, to this event, to that event. You wanted to find someone that could lead you to true spiritual understanding. And how, you know, if, I don't know, raise your hand if you read his Vyas Puja offering to Srila Prabhupada this year. So just a few of you, thank you for reading it. Uh, please, these books are in glorification of Srila Prabhupada. And it's very nice to have everyone's full understanding of all the qualities of Srila Prabhupada. And it's, for me, it was, the culmination was, um, finding a bona fide spiritual master in this material world. They give the example, like there's a one big huge ocean, isn't it? There's a big huge ocean. And in that ocean, there's one turtle. Not like a whole bunch of fish and a whole bunch of this and there's just one turtle in that ocean. And on that big ocean, there's one log floating. And in that log, there's one little knot hole about that big. And the chances of that turtle, that one turtle in that big huge ocean coming up in the knot hole of that one log are the are, are the odds, if, that's, if you can say that word, or is the chances, or the, you know, that's the, the odds of us finding a spirit, a bona fide spiritual master in this world. That's the odds. Practically none. I can tell you a story about the odds that I had when I found my glasses one time, but that's another. <clears throat> that's for another day. Mars likes it serious. 
I'm trying my best, Mars. <laughs> so, Mars, when you read when you read this, yes, and it's and it's not like I haven't heard this story before, Mars. We talked about this so many times, you know, in the past, you know, at least a half dozen, dozen times. We talk about maybe not the whole entire event, but aspects of the event. And so there was a class being advertised by A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada at the university. It was at the university that you were attending, right? Yeah, Brandeis University. And Mars and some of his friends were going to go out on an outing. And he saw this and he wanted to go. And his friends were complaining, you always want to ruin our fun. You always have to go to these spiritual things, you know. <clears throat> and so Mara said, okay, I won't go. I'll just go with you. And then he said, wait a second. This, he said, okay, I really, really want to go to this one. And I promise, <laughs> I promise that if you let me go to this one, I'll never go to any other one again. Right? I won't go to any, he said, any other yogis or bogies or rogies or <laughs> whatever they are, I won't, I won't go. I promise. He said, this will be the last one. And by Krishna's arrangement, it was the last one, huh? Somebody say, Jai Giriraj Maharaj Ki Jai. And so it was by this intense effort, intense effort to find a groom, to the point, now sometimes I say you were ready to drop out of your university to find a groom at one point, is that true? You were going to take a sabbatical from school and go to India, or after you got out of school, go to India? After, you know, his point was after graduation, his sole purpose was, I'm going to go to India and find groom. I'm going to go to India to find a bona fide spiritual master. And when Srila Prabhupada came to his college, Brandeis University, um, he didn't have to go to India. India, as we often say, India comes to us in the form of Srila Prabhupada. And it's the real India. It's not this that covered you know, type of thing where, like as Srila Prabhupada says, there's so many incarnations on every street corner, isn't it? <laughs> there's so many incarnations, and without knowledge, I mean, we have a little bit of knowledge of what Guru is. We study prior to coming to Krishna consciousness, as some people did. I happen to not do that. But, you know, Mars was actually studying, trying to figure it out. And it said, if you want to go purchase gold, you have to know what gold is. Otherwise, you're going to get what kind of gold? Fool's gold. Someone say fool's gold. Someone say fool's gold. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Now, raise your hand if you want fool's gold. Oh. <laughs> we want real gold. And so the, the essence of the Vedic teachings came in the personification of Srila Prabhupada. And by... If you read... In the um, in the purport, Shri Prabhupada mentions that um, if one performs devotional service for many years, he takes birth in a in a in a family 
they say maybe aristocratic family or well-to-do family or something like that, or even in the family of transcendentalists. And it explains that Prabhupada says, by Krishna's, by, by, by Krishna's arrangement, I can't remember the exact words, that he, Srila Prabhupada, had the grace of take, or the blessings of taking birth in such a Vaishnava family as did his spiritual master, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, um, was, took birth in that same type of family. And then Srila Prabhupada says, and by the transcendental arrangements, I can't remember the next word, by the transcendental arrangements of providence or whatever the word may be, we met. And so these are not ordinary occurrences that happen. And as His Grace, how come I cannot, I know, I know you for 45 years and all of a sudden I can't remember your name. It happened to me yesterday again. Vishambar, Vishambar Prabhu was saying, was saying the uh, nature, the, the nature of these things. So Krishna, Krishna has made this arrangement for us to be here and to glorify His Holiness Giriraj Swami today. Um, he immediately took on responsibilities for Srila Prabhupada. Did Srila Prabhupada say that I was praying for you to come to Krishna consciousness? And he say something like that to you? That I, I met, I marked you and I was praying. Huh? My initiation letter, yeah. you wrote, so I marked it in your presence when I saw you and I prayed to Krishna that this good soul may become aware of the value of Krishna consciousness. That was really putting you on the spot, Mars. <laughs> yes. Imagine Prabhupada is seeing in the presence of an audience and praying to Krishna and Guru Prampara to please allow this person to understand the process of Krishna consciousness. Such a blessing. Such a blessing. Say thank you, Srila Prabhupada. Someone say thank you, Srila Prabhupada. Yeah. And so on my person, from my, that was just a little, that was just my introduction. Now I'm going to give my talk. <laughs> we often, one of the one of the one of the greatest joys I get on, on, on almost a weekly basis is I'll get a text. What's your situation? <laughs> Mars will be on. He'll text me. A, he'll send me a text. What's your situation? Of course, I'll say I'm a I'm a eternal spirit soul part and parcel of Krishna, stuck in the material world, undergoing the threefold miseries of material existence. <laughs> Please save me or something. And so I received these little, these things, and by Gary Rajmar's kindness, he allows me to partake in his service to Srila Prabhupada. And for some reason, he asked this person who has no real qualifications to assist him in trying to figure out that which he already has figured out, and he just engages me that way, and I deeply appreciate that, Mars, of you. Constantly drawing me and, and extending yourself to me and um, allowing me to um, apparently appear, apparently do some simple service for you like, don't worry about it, Mars. 
all the different things that we say and we come to such nice conclusions. I don't, I will, I promise I won't say where most of the depth of the thoughts come from. Most of the realizations, I'll skip that part. Um, but the idea is, is that to have a friend like Yuri Rajaswami is literally the greatest blessing I could possibly ask for in this lifetime. Um, it's, it's just, it's just raw, it's real, and I'm just, I'm just feeling very, very fortunate to be here with Anas Vyas Puja, came all the way from Houston yesterday to be here and uh, be with all of you. And, um, yeah, thank you, Mars. Just thank you so much for your kind association and for all that you did for Srila Prabhupada and you're doing for Srila Prabhupada and all the wonderful books that you've written and all that you do for everybody all the time. And I like, may I mention one more thing? I know I'm, I know you're not supposed to tell jokes and stuff like that, you know. <clears throat> but Mar- but every once in a while, I'll send Maharaj, I'll talk, we're talking on the phone, and I'll tell him, I got one from, I got one from Brahmatirtha, right? And I'll tell him the joke, and Brahmatirtha will confirm this. You know, the Brahmatirtha, in fact, Brahmatirtha just told me the other day, he, I said, did you tell Gary Rasami that joke yet? And he said, yeah, I told him. And then I said, did he get it? <laughs> and he goes, he says, the best part about telling Mara is a joke is that he has to hear it, then he has to edit it, then he has to process it, and all of a sudden, <laughs> and he says, the joy of that you get from that paused laughter is greater than somebody getting it instantaneously. <laughs> so, so from my heart and Brahma Church's heart, thank you for appreciating all of our our uh, different aspects of our life and stuff like that. And thanks for the pause for our jokes and stuff like that because um, it means the world to us to have your association. Just just the whole world is, it's, it's just revolving for for your association, Mars. So thank you very much. I won't go in any longer because I know there's hundreds of people here and more showing up that want to say a little something. But uh, very, very auspicious day. Very, very auspicious day. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you very kindly. Is that okay? Okay. I don't know what to do with this. Oh. Thank you, sir. like to hear from some of our devotees who have come from overseas. Next is Agavit Prabhu. Timirandasya Gyananjana Salakya Chakshurun Militanjena Tasmai Sri Gurave Nama Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Srimate Tumal Krishna Goswami Nitinamine 
ನಮಂ ವಿಷ್ಣುಪದಾಯ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಪೃಷ್ಠಾಯ ಭೂತಲೆ ಶ್ರೀಮತೆ ಗಿರಿರಾಜ ಸ್ವಾಮಿನ್ ಇತಿ ನಾಮಿನೆ ಮೈ ಡಿಯರೆಸ್ಟ್ ಶೀಲ ಗುರು ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಪ್ಲೀಸ್ ಅಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟ್ ಮೈ ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಹಂಬಲ್ ಅಬೇಸೆನ್ಸಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಸ್ ಟು ಯು ಆಲ್ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಸ್ ಟು ಯುವರ್ ಅಮೇಝಿಂಗ್ ಅಪಿಯರೆನ್ಸ್ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುವಲ್ ಅಪಿಯರೆನ್ಸ್ ಡೇ ಅಂಡ್ all glories to shila gurudev shila prabhupad shri thammayapur and the holy name i would begin by saying thank you with all my heart for saving me after the sudden disappearance of shila gurudev i was put in great difficulty and calamities and as queen kunti says in her prayers vishana mahagne purushad darshanat asat savaya vanavasa krichato ಮೃದೇ ಮೃದೇ ಅನೇಕೆ ಮಹಾರಥಾಸ್ರತ ದೃಣಸ್ತ ಚಶ್ಮ ಹರೇರ್ ಅಭಿರಾಕ್ಷಿತ ಐ ಹಡ್ ಸಿಮಿಲರ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೀರಿಯನ್ಸಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಯು ಸೇವ್ಡ್ ಮೀ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಬೈ ಯುವರ್ ಮರ್ಸಿ ಥ್ಯಾಂಕ್ ಯು ಫಾರ್ ಸೇವಿಂಗ್ ಮೀ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಐ ವುಡ್ ರೀಡ್ ಟೂ ಕೋಟ್ಸ್ ಫ್ರಾಮ್ ದ ಪರ್ಪಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಶಿಲ ಪ್ರೌಪಾದ್ ವಿಚ್ ಐ ಫೀಲ್ ದಟ್ ಆಪ್ಲಿ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಫೈಸ್ ಯು ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಐಲ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಆ್ಯಡ್ ಅ ಲಿಟಲ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಇಟ್ this is from um shrimad bhagavatam fourth canto chapter 28 verse 43 if a woman is fortunate enough to be the wife of a pure devotee she can serve her husband without any desire for sense gratification if if she remains engaged in the service of her husband of her exalted husband she will automatically attain spiritual perfections of her husband now if a disciple gets a bona fide spiritual master simply by satisfying him he can attain a similar opportunity to serve the supreme personality of godhead when i read this i thought of you and i thought how you your every breath breath every breath of your life is to serve please and remember shila gurudev shila prabhupad and sorry shila prabhupad and by doing that you have achieved the same perfection and the same opportunities to serve the divine supreme personality of godhead another quote i would like to read uh, this is all from srimad bhagavatam fourth canto chapter 28 text 51 purport when one becomes serious to follow the mission of the spiritual master his resolution is tantamount to seeing the supreme personality of godhead as explained before this means meeting the supreme personality of godhead in the instruction of uh, in the instruction of the spiritual master this is technically called vani seva Shila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur states in its Bhagavad Gita commentary on the verse Vavasahatmika Buddhi Eke Hakuru Nandana Bhagavad Gita chapter 2 text 41 that one should serve the words of the spiritual master the disciple should stick to whatever the spiritual master orders simply by following on that line one sees the supreme personality of godhead and when i read this i felt that you are always seeing the supreme personality of godhead you are always with the supreme personality of godhead you are always with shila prabhupad 
you are janani vasa which means that although you are among us you are interacting with us you are not one of us thank you so much hari krishna hari krishna so we would like to hear from devotees who have come from out of state next we'll hear from karuna avatar das ಅಂತ್ಯ is directly connected to krishna is coming from krishna himself um down to the very last um breath that you take but at the same time you you're so human you make yourself so accessible to us and you interact with us um just at our level just exactly what we need uh i think that you know you you personify uh what soft heartedness means i don't think anything that you do can be anything but soft hearted even when you correct even when you may chastise uh from every um core of your being you're completely soft hearted and um you know i i think about that and i think about my own condition i think about my mind how it's helplessly drawn to my own problems and then i think about you and your mind how it's helplessly drawn out of compassion to help others and you spend every second of your time doing that in service of shila prabhupad so gur maharaj i you know in my own small way some day eons later i want to be like you i want to be like that um it's just amazing that that you're able to be the way that you are and you walk amongst us like agabit prabhu was saying the way you do but yet in such a human and accessible way i sometimes write to you when i'm really uh feeling that all doors are closed and i just maybe i'll just write something to guru maharaj because i have to and i'll just maybe hint what i'm feeling and i i just have to drop a little hint and i know that you're praying for me i can feel the the effect of those prayers sometimes you say that i'm praying for you and sometimes i just get the feeling that you are and i feel the effects of that it could be just mercy in any form um sometimes it's even more difficulty which forces me to surrender but i know it's all your mercy it's between you and krishna and uh, i just um i don't know like his holy master tatwaj swami maharaj was saying what good fortune uh made me uh able to stick my neck up and find that little hole in that log in the middle of the ocean but here somehow i am and i just hope that i can 
serve your lotus feet um, life after life eternally always please always keep me in your shelter guru maharaj and allow me to simply please you that will be the perfection of my life hari krishna Next we'll hear from Swatna Vilas Dasi. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. As you know, I had emailed you a couple weeks ago that I wasn't going to be able to come for this Vyas Puja. And I'd sent you my offering. And then I went to India for two weeks. And I went through a lot of emotional turmoil with both my parents. And I came back a week ago and I was really physically tired. And I thought, I can't make it. I, I really don't want to go because I'm so tired. But my heart kept saying, I want to go. I just wanted to come and see you to calm myself, to get that solace from you. Um, because I knew that there's no other way. I have to see you and get your darshan. Get that mercy that you've given me for so many years. Um, it's been a long journey of nine years that I've got in your association and You're like an ocean of mercy for me. Every time I come, Maharaj, you're always making time for me. I have seen you uh, every single time, even if it's 10 o'clock at night. You've taken the time to spend with me and my family. And um, that means a lot to me. There's times when I don't write to you, but I'm thinking about you and I'm going through problems. All I need to do is go on the internet, listen to your lectures, and that uh, makes a big difference uh, in my life. It can be expressed, but it makes me stronger emotionally, spiritually, and I want to do more. And that's why I came today to tell you how much you mean to me. You mean the world to me, and um, I'll come again no matter how tired I am. I will come to see you every time that you're here. And um, just give me your blessings, your mercy. And I want to get the dust of your lotus feet on my head, always. Thank you so much, Guru Maharaj. You sure you're out Dear Guru Maharaj, um, please accept my most humble and respectful obeisances in the dust of your lotus feet. All glories to your divine grace, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Each morning as I sing the Guru Vashtakam prayers, sometimes um, walking on my way to work, I'm reminded of your innumerable auspicious qualities, particularly your magnanimity and how sharing Krishna consciousness with others makes you happy. 
Guru Maharaj, I remain indebted to you eternally for your love and your compassion in delivering me from this blazing fire of material existence. As I sing Romanchakam Pashru, I'm reminded of Kirtan 50 this past year, here in Dallas, where you stood with your arms raised, dancing slowly side to side to Harvey Prabhu's melodious Kirtan, inviting others to relish the ecstasy that you were feeling. Your ecstasy was palpable to those present, but also to those who were watching remotely. The third verse brings to mind a visual of you lovingly worshipping Shula Prabhupada at Guru Puja and Juhu in the early days, and pictures of you worshipping Sri Sri Radha Rasabihari. By your mercy, many of us are learning about the mood and proper etiquette in worship of their lordships. As I sing the fourth verse, I'm reminded of my visit to Carpinteria, where you honor Prasadam with all the devotees. Sitting at the head of the table, smiling kindly at them, satisfied to see them relish prasadam. The fifth verse reminds me of being in your presence during class as you describe the qualities, names, and pastimes of Krishna. I lament not having been present during your classes on the principles and details of devotional service from the nectar of devotion at the VIHE. The sixth verse reminds me of your expertise in serving Srila Prabhupada and the Lordships. Mother Aditya described you as an impossible perfectionist, which is grades above a perfectionist and a super perfectionist. She was witness to you lining up a carpet in Srila Prabhupada's quarters to the marble pieces and how you would not tolerate if the carpet was even one-fourth of an inch off. In chanting the seventh verse, I think of Arjuna's inquiry to Krishna, about the symptoms of one whose consciousness is thus merged in transcendence and Krishna's reply. As I read Srila Prabhupada's purports in these verses, and I quote, that a transcendentally situated person has no sense desires from petty materialism and he remains always happy in his natural position of serving the Lord. All I can think of you is you, Guru Maharaj and your exalted position in service to Shishi Radha and Krishna. Everyone around you experiences the love and happiness in Krishna consciousness that you radiate. Everyone loves you, Guru Maharaj, because you love everyone. When I chant the eighth verse, I become acutely and painfully aware of my innumerable bad habits. That you have accepted me despite my many disqualifications is my only qualification. My heart is hard and this disease is chronic and I have no hope but your mercy. In this regard, I beg to remain your servant and hang on to your lotus feet. I pray to increase your happiness by refining my thoughts, deeds, actions and achar in Krishna consciousness. Gurudev, Kripa Bindu Diya, Koe E I beg to remain your grateful servant, Kishori Radhadasi. Amrita Gopi Dasi.
Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances, humble and respectful obeisances unto your lotus feet. All glories to your divine grace, all glories to our dear Srila Prabhupada. I wish you a very happy birthday, happy Dasa Puja Festival, Maharaj. May Sri Madan Mohan, our local deity in Washington, D.C., continue to keep you healthy, happy, and holy. This is my first Basa Puja Maharaj, uh, despite the family's current family situation that I have. I've been able to come participate in your Basa Puja. Uh, it's all, it was all possible because of your mercy and mercy from the divine couple, Sri Radha and Krishna. Guru Maharaj, you have the most unique ability to inspire everyone around the world. You are the best to communicate and keep a personal connection with each devotees, regardless of whose disciples they are. Every time I hear other devotees talk about this, oh, Gira Swami, he is so good in personal connection with, with each of us. Every time I hear this, my heart fills with emotion, peace, pride, and gratitude. My life has been really, really peaceful after coming under the shelter of your lotus feet early, since early this year. Although I have had a few ups and downs this year, I'm trying my best to live peacefully, keeping myself, keeping, keeping you and Krishna in the center of my life. That has really, really been helpful. Thank you so much, Maharaj, for including me within the circle of your love, mercy, kindness, and compassion. Like I always say, every time I wrote, write to you, I always write that thanking Prabhupada is never enough in our life. It's likewise, thanking you is also never enough. All glories to you and Sri Guru and Gauranga. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, um, I'm Amar. Um, okay. well, it's been a bit more than a year I met Guru Maharaj uh, on Prabhupada's festival in LA last year. Um, and that was my day one of Krishna consciousness. I was just visiting the temple out of nowhere. I was missing Krishna. And I... Um, out of his causeless mercy, um, my first service on the same day was to decorate Prabhupada's room, uh, decorate his bed, decorate his door. And I was so uh, fortunate to have this service on right on my day one. And uh, it's a... Uh, the moment I met Guru Maharaj, uh, I thought I'm I'm so fortunate to be here today. Um, I wasn't planning to go to the temple that day. It was for some reason I just went there and I met him. And th- since that day, I that was the, truly the, my day one uh, where I began my Krishna consciousness. 
And with his, with his mercy, my life literally turned upside down. Uh, previously, I used, to, uh, I used to try to connect with conditioned souls and uh, look for opportunities to party harder. Uh, but after I met Guru Maharaj, uh, now I find ways to get connected with elevated souls. Sankirtan is my only party. <laughs> and my day begins with chanting 16 rounds. <laughs> uh, dear Guru Maharaj, uh, having taken your shelter and guidance, I'm so fortunate today to be here on this auspicious day. This is my first Vast Puja. I just wish to serve you better and sooner as I've already crossed a huge and vital part of my life in an impious manner before you came into my life. And going forward, I don't want to lose any opportunity to serve you better and more and more and forever in this life and in every life. My only complaint to you is you never chastise me. I request you to chastise me more so I can improve my service towards your lotus feet. With this, I just want to say, the words emanating from your mouth are so pure. No matter how fallen a soul is, it is still it still would want to reach out to your door. Oh, spiritual father, thank you for providing me your guidance and shelter. Indeed, you have complete mercy of Srila Prabhupada and Nitai God. Hare Krishna is holiness. Giriraj Swami Maharaj ki. As I was listening to that offering, I was thinking about how uh, devotees referred to Tamal Krishna Goswami as loud heavy and Gira Swami as silent heavy. So when he's heavy with you, it just takes his voice to change one decibel and you really feel it. So be careful when you pray for, <laughs> for chastisement. We would like to hear from Balaram Das next. So uh, <clears throat> I was thinking about uh, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Shikshashtaka and how it is said there, Nadanam Najanam Nasundriyam, that Lord Chaitanya is saying that uh, he doesn't want wealth or women or followers or anything like that. He just wants pure devotional service, uh, birth after birth. So I was thinking about that in relation to Kumaraj and how, yeah, he doesn't want anything. And, and for us, he doesn't want anything from us, like means anything material. And I was thinking how, uh, one time one devotee told me, a Bhaktivikashwami disciple, he told me that one time he offered his spiritual master some check or something, some money. And then Bhaktivikashwami just, you know, he said, he said, no, no, I don't want that. He said, he said, I want your heart. And, um, and yeah, in relation to you, um, that's 
true with you too that you don't want anything from us. You just want us to advance in Krishna consciousness. Um, so I really appreciate that about you. Uh, and also I was thinking about how, how really, um, the, the processes of devotional service, they really come to life when, um, when a, a good devotee, a pure devotee, uh, the more advanced, the better, um, engages in them. He, um, so when a, when a pure devotee engages in the processes of devotional service, they really come to life for us. Um, so yeah, you, you do that, you make the process of devotional service come to life for us. And I was thinking about, um, the Srimad Bhagavatam out says in the first canto, uh, chapter 2, text 16, Shushu Shoshadadanasya Vasudeva Kataruchihi Syan Mahatseva Vipra Punyatirtana Shevana. By serving, um, great souls who are completely free from vice, uh, great services done and one gains a taste for hearing the messages of Krishna. So I was thinking how you, uh, did that. In relation to Srila Prabhupada, you served him and you're serving him selflessly year after year, decade after decade. And how by how by doing that you have developed such a great taste for Krishna consciousness. And then how people who like me and others who didn't get to meet Prabhupada personally, you could say, um, by associating with you in serving you, we're able to develop that taste for Krishna consciousness. Um, and I really appreciate that about you, that you're making, um, you're, you're, you're giving so much time to train and to educate uh, by your instructions and your personal example, your disciples and devotees throughout the movement. Um, so, one time I told you this, that I had a dream about you, and uh, I had a few dreams about you, but one particular dream I had, I was, I went out to, I gave the Sunday feast talk in Tijuana, Mexico, because <laughs> I happen to live just there in San Diego, so I, uh, it's just about a 30 minutes away, across the border. Um, so I went there, I gave the talk, and I was, was really late coming back. Um, I was, we were driving back across the border, so it was a huge wait. So I was waiting there for hours. And then I got back, and it was about, I don't know, really late, like 1.30 in the morning or something like that. And then I, it was my day to wake up the deities the next morning. <laughs> so it's like, it's, you wake up the deities pretty early, 3 o'clock or 3.30 or something like that. So um, I didn't want to lay down because I didn't want to fall asleep and... And not wake up in time to wake up the deities. So I just sat in a chair in the ashram, the Brahmacharya ashram there in San Diego. And I just closed my eyes. So at that particular point, uh, for whatever, an hour, I had, I had a dream. And in the dream, uh, I was uh, dressing our deities there in San Diego, Radhagiri Dari, in the evening. In the dream, I was dressing. Sometimes I do that, but... I was dressing, and all of a sudden, um, you come on the altar. And then I was a little surprised. I was a little shocked because I wasn't expecting you. 
So you just come on the altar. And then I stop. I stop dressing the deities because I was a little, you know, shy and surprised. So then you say, uh, no, you could continue. You say, continue. So then I continue um, putting on Krishna's shirt, Girdai's shirt. And then... Um, and then you're watching me do that, and then and then you leave from the altar, and then I get I, I get up and I go try to see where you're going, and then I just and then you're gone, and then I woke up, and then I went downstairs and uh, woke up the deities, and so then I asked you about that sometime later at L.A. Rathiatra, because <clears throat> that was a little confusing for me, and the reason it was confusing for me because. In my mind, I was thinking that, oh, well, isn't, aren't I supposed to be the one assisting him when he's dressing Radhagiridari, when he's dressing Krishna? Aren't I supposed to be assisting him? So that was my confusion. Like handing him, uh, Krishna's shirt and so on and doing all these things. So then I asked him about it. I told him a dream and I asked you about it. And you said that, um, yeah, that's true that the disciple assists the spiritual master, but, um, but also the spiritual master trains the disciple. So, so that idea of that I was dressing Krishna, but he was there watching to see that, that I'm doing it properly. Idea of training. Um, so, so I always appreciate that about you, that you're so uh, nicely training your disciples and I always appreciate that. And, uh, and even one of the first times I met you, because I wasn't really sure, you know, who my spiritual master was. It wasn't sure to me. So then, uh, we were in correspondence and, and you, you invited me to the Joppa retreat in Joshua Tree, California. And then you wrote in the letter, you said, please, in essence, you said, please, uh, do try to make it. it it could be an experience that will inspire you for a whole lifetime. And it was, because at that particular Japa retreat, that's the time I asked uh, you for initiation um, to accept me as a spying disciple. And one of, the re- one, of the, one of the things that I was thinking of at the retreat when I was observing you deal with all the devotees and give classes and so on was that your... Um, I was just thinking, oh, this is the most uh, spiritually uh, beautiful person I've ever seen before. Um, and that I was just really impressed by you and um, how you were dealing with everybody and so on. Um, so... So... Um, so yeah, as Prabhupada said, and uh, he he was responding to devotees um, Vyasa Puja one year, as far as I understand, and which general, and then Prabhupada said because um, devotees were saying we can never repay you, we can never repay you, we can never repay you, and Prabhupada said yes, that's true, you can never repay me. But if you want to try to repay me, then you could uh, preach uh, vigorously throughout the world. And this way you could try to repay me. So similarly, I could never repay you, but I'll try. <laughs> so.
Donna Kelly Dassey. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my most humble obeisances, which are just a small nothing compared to what you actually do deserve. The amount of respect for your dedication, your perseverance, um, your kindness, all of the attributes that the devotees have thanked you for. Okay, I want to tell a quick story in three minutes or less that has a beginning, a middle, and an end. When you so kindly accepted me, for initiation, you gave me a few requirements that I had to meet before I would be qualified. One of them was to come to Dallas and associate with you before I went on this amazing trip to India that you had arranged for me. So I came to Dallas and I made wonderful friendships here and I want to thank Nityananda Prabhu for such a hospitable community. I feel that Dallas is the beginning of my spiritual life actually. So then, also, I was when I first met you and the devotees, I was so taken by the history that everyone shared, that there was a history. And though I was already in my 60s, I felt I had no history. And I couldn't really understand that at that point, but it was a very odd sensation. Um, and I felt like I had not aged really because I had no history. And then I went to Vrindavan, and you had me go to the VIHE um, retreats, and that was the beginning of my history. And it was fabulous. And Sundamani, our temple president from Tucson, she said to me, Donna, this was before I was initiated, she said, Donna, this will be a rocket ride to the Vaikuntas. And so since that time and my subsequent initiation, my life has gone so fast, so intensely, and Krishna has moved me in ways that I would never, ever have imagined. And my history has begun, and I am so thankful that you've made me a worthwhile person, and I have a standard to uphold, and something to go for, and to achieve, and to be good about, and to represent Prabhupada and all the devotees. And for that, I am so grateful. Thank you, Maharaj. Hi, thank you for those beautiful words. Um, we'd like to hear from our Houston devotees now, Advaita Chandra Das. Is he, are you here? Oh. And then after Advaita Chandra Das, Kalasuda Dasi. Kala Suda can come at the same time. Kala Suda. 
Hare Krishna Maharaj, um, I was not expecting to speak or to be here, uh, to speak, I just wanted to hear, but thank you for giving us the opportunity. I'll read the uh, first half of our offering that we've given together, and Karasada can read the later half. Our most beloved, Srila Giriraj Swami Maharaj, please accept our respectful obeisances at your lotus feet. All glories to you, all glories to Srila Prabhupada, the dear most and confidential servitor of Srimati Radharani. All glories to Sri Sri Radha Kalachanji and Sri Sri Radha Nila Madhava. Dearest Maharaj, we wish you a very, very happy Sri Vyasa Puja, happy appearance day. All glories to you, dearest Maharaj. We know that seeing the fallen condition of the people in this age, Srimati Radharani is having a headache and tears are rolling down her lotus eyes. Krishna in the mood of Srimati Radharani as Gauranga Mahaprabhu is manifesting the same very thing, crying for the deliverance of the conditioned souls. Witnessing your kindness, compassion and your precious time that you have given to both of us, and to many other devotees, is proof to show us that you are an ambassador of the spiritual world, representing Srimati Radharani. All glories, all glories to you, dearest Maharaj. In his beautiful bhajan, Vaishnava Vigyapati, Srila Narottam Das Thakur writes, Gangara parasha hoile paschate pavan, darshane pavitra koro margon. After bathing in the waters of the sacred Ganges many times, one becomes purified, but just by the sight of you, the fallen souls are purified. This is your great power. Tomara ridoy sada govinda vishram, govinda kohena mora vaishnava paran. Your heart is always resting place of Lord Govinda. Lord Govinda says, the Vaishnavas are in my heart. I desire the dust of your holy feet in every birth I may take. Please consider Narottam yours and be kind upon him. Every single word for of this is true for you, dearest Maharaj. And the last two lines are our sincere desire prayer request. We just want to be yours, your sold-out servants, to be used by you for your pleasure eternally. We understand and realize that in day-to-day services, we are faced with so many obstacles and challenges. Our realization is that if we simply try to imbibe your mood and humbly follow your footsteps of patience, tolerance, faith, then you personally see to it that everything becomes all right. Let the entire world spit at us, dear Maharaj. We won't be bothered by that. As long as you know that we are existing to serve you, our spiritual masters, Srila Prabhupada, that is our only hope. Our only desire is that we may never be cause of anyone pointing a finger at yourself and our spiritual masters. Rather, our meditation, prayer, and purpose of life is that we may be used as humble instruments to increase all of your fame and glory all over the three worlds. We pray and beg you to allow us to participate in the glorious mission of Srila Prabhupada that you hold so dear to your heart. All glories to you, dear Maharaj. We beg for your forgiveness, Maharaj, for any offenses committed by us knowingly or unknowingly. And um, 
we can only okay sorry our dearest maharaj on this most auspicious day of your appearance we beg at the lotus feet of shri radhe to continue to keep you in her transcendental shelter and protection for whatever little they may be worth we intensely pray for you every day begging lord narsingha dev that may you continue to stay in his transcendental protection and shelter and remain in the best of your health please allow us to remain as particles of dust at your lotus feet we humbly, humbly beg for your blessings to be able to continue and increase our services for the pleasure of all the vaishnavas yourself our spiritual masters shri prabhupada and the entire guru parampara your personal association dear maharaj some menial services rendered to you and your causeless mercy upon us allows us to sustain our lives on this most auspicious day of your appearance we beg at your lotus feet to mercifully allow us to remain engaged in your service for your pleasure eternally just wanted to add maharaj that um when my first um um i would not say interaction but my first uh, time when i saw you was uh, not you personally but i saw you on a movie called the um hari krishna today and they were featuring the um, the temple of understanding in south africa and in that ashila uh, bhakti tirtha maharaj krishna pad was there yourself bhakti charu maharaj and uh, you spoke so beautifully it was the opening of the temple of understanding in durban and that was my instantaneous attraction to be able to see you and serve you one day and especially one of those scenes was that you were holding a little girl's hand and you were dancing with her in kirtan and i was i was myself i was 12 at that time and i was thinking that how fortunate is that little child Uh, holding on to your lotus hand and one day i was praying that shri prabhupad would allow me to serve you and uh, hearing all the beautiful offerings from the devotees today that how you really give so much personal time and you know compassion care to all the devotees it just made me realize one thing that this is exactly what we both feel about you that you belong to us and that you give us your time make us feel so special but that's what everybody feels and that's exactly what was happening in the rasa leela that every gopi was singing krishna is mine and he's spending time with me so but that's maharaj's unique quality maharaj it's amazing that you really um belong to everybody because prabhupad said that yes i i belong to everybody because i belong to krishna so we make that connection with you you make that connection with everybody because of that and we beg for your blessings maharaj so we can continue to serve you eternally and we love you thank you i'd like to just say one small thing i know i don't want to take much time uh, but just quickly that uh, my journey of chanting 16 rounds was actually inspired by you way back in 19 and on 1st january 1995 1996 uh when uh, uh, when i was introduced to krishna consciousness i was told to chant one round and every month increase uh, one extra round and so i did that i was a student at that time and i came till eight rounds and after that i was feeling to manage studies and chanting would be difficult so i was stuck at eight rounds for about six more months after that and then uh, there was a retreat in juhu 
which was like a uh, New Year's retreat. So it was 29, 30, 31st December, 95. And uh, Maharaj, you gave uh, the last lecture in, on 31st December, 95 night, after which we went for Harinam. And uh, I was just a student, and, and then there you were actually uh, encouraging all of us to make a New Year resolution for 16 rounds. And at the beginning of your lecture, when you first said that, I was a bit hesitant, and I was like, no, but my studies and everything. And then at the end of the lecture, I was like, yeah, I have to make this leap. And so from 1st January 96, I started chanting 16 rounds, and I'm very, very grateful to you for inspiring that. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, so wonderful to see you, so wonderful to be here. Um, it's just amazing to hear the deep realizations and experiences and reflections of, of all the devotees here. And I, I think this is definitely my favorite day of the year, just to hear everyone pour their hearts out in love for you. And it's so purifying and uplifting and, and so sweet. Um, I've actually written something that I'd like to read to you. Dear Guru Maharaj, the relationship between guru and disciple is so mysterious, at least it is from my perspective today. The fact that my spiritual master is a direct representative of Lord Krishna and is someone who I can speak to and interact with physically today is actually literally out of this world. What an incredible opportunity. All throughout the scriptures, Srila Prabhupada stresses how one must understand Krishna not directly, but through the medium of the spiritual master. We have learned that when one goes through the guru, following in the line of disciplic succession, one is directly connected with the previous gurus and with Krishna himself. This means that in the same way that Krishna spoke the Gita to Arjuna directly, we can hear and understand the scriptures directly through the spiritual master in a way non-different from hearing from Krishna the Supreme Personality of Godhead Himself. This is actually amazing. And it's a relationship that I feel like I'm barely even scratching the surface of, or maybe not even doing that. I feel like I'm standing on the edge of a cliff, looking down upon the ocean, equipped with everything that I need to dive in, but not taking a leap of faith and diving in. Although I know deep down in my heart that there is so much to see, understand, and realize beneath the surface. Actually, I think I'm scared. I'm fearful of being in a situation where I don't have control, knowing that the ocean is so mighty and powerful and I can't control the waves, the current, and the direction I'll be pushed and pulled. I stand along the edge thinking I'm in a situation that I can control. But standing on the edge of a cliff is a bit unsafe and precarious in itself. And the truth is I still have no control. Whether I dive in or stay on the edge of that cliff, I absolutely have no control. 
Having just went through probably one of the most difficult times of my life, I'm learning this very fact. Srila Prabhupada writes in the third canto, Actually, the conditioned soul is forced to act under the pressure of the modes of material nature. The living entity has no independence. In other words, I have two choices. I can either stay under the spell of material nature or under the direction of Guru and Krishna, which I'm learning that this is a much better choice. As I shared with you a few week, a couple weeks ago, there was a moment earlier in August in the midst of my father-in-law Chakradari Prabhu's passing and other things happening in my life where I was reminded of a verse from the Gita where Arjuna says, Now I am confused about my duty and have lost all composure because of weakness. In this condition, I am asking you to tell me clearly what is best for me. Now I am your disciple and a soul surrendered unto you. Please instruct me. In your response to me, Guru Maharaj, you quoted Srila Prabhupada's purport in which he says that the complete system of material activities is a source of complexity for everyone. In every step there is perplexity, and it behooves one to approach a bona fide spiritual master who can give one proper guidance for executing the purpose of life. It is true that I am often perplexed by materially complex situations, and I am so driven by my desire to control the situation that I forget to turn towards you and seek proper guidance. Or sometimes maybe I don't want to, wanting to independently choose the best solution. But how much do I really know on what's best, as I'm just being forced to act under the modes of material nature? Going on trying to solve these problems on my own, thinking myself to be the controller, I just entangle myself further into the complexities of material life. Everything that has happened in my life recently is a reminder that I am not in control. And to know what is best for my life, I must... As Srila Prabhupada says over and over and over again, turn towards the shelter of the spiritual master, who is the ocean of mercy, Sri Guru Karuna Sindhu. You are that ocean of mercy, sitting right before all of us today. Every time I'm around you, it actually feels magical, because you really do exemplify the qualities and mood of a pure devotee of Krishna. You truly are kind to everyone. I've seen over and over again how you give your time to so many people, giving your undivided attention, love, and concern to each person that approaches you for guidance and association. You are so humble in a way that's honest, deep, and natural. It's said that true humility is not thinking less of yourself and is thinking of yourself less. And you are always thinking about so many of us in this room today and giving so much of your time and energy into making sure we're doing okay. You are so steady and fixed in your vows and your commitment to following Srila Prabhupada's instructions and always doing things in full consciousness of what pleases Srila Prabhupada and Krishna. Almost every time I've asked you for a, asked you a question seeking some sort of spiritual guidance, you always reference Srila Prabhupada's words. You truly are equal to everyone. I remember one time there was an Indian man at the Houston temple who honestly did look a bit questionable and the type of person that most people would just not give any time of their day to. He seemed to not be getting much help as he was trying to find a place to stay for the night because saying that he was a life member of ISKCON. As we were walking out of the temple, despite your busy schedule, you stopped, 
spoke with him, heard about his situation and how he was visiting Houston for a conference, and you made a phone call to get a devotee in the community to get him situated in the guest quarters. And I remember you saying something along the lines of, we should help all people. That's your mood, equal to everyone. You are faultless with your words, deeds, and mind always surrendered to Krishna. Where can there be any fault? You're so generous and charitable, always eager to distribute love for Krishna without any bit of selfish motive. You're peaceful, and in every situation, you have a mood of sweet surrender. And I've never seen you afraid or nervous at at all. You're just always in full consciousness of Krishna with complete faith in his will. You're pure and clean, both internally and externally. Every time I serve you, I'm always amazed by your level of cleanliness. You are compassionate, respectful, friendly, and as Srila Prabhupada called you several times, you are a good soul. During Guru Puja in the morning, we say that the lotus feet of the spiritual master is the only way by which we can obtain pure devotional service. Not that it's one way or an option, it's the only way. Which makes me think that it's actually not possible to understand Krishna consciousness just by practicing certain austerities, following regulative principles, and chanting a certain number of rounds, although all these things are important parts of the process. The truth is that the secrets of Krishna consciousness are hidden within the hearts of Krishna's pure devotees like you. And to have any chance at understanding and realizing this confidential knowledge, I must surrender to you and make your instructions my life and soul. Knowing this, I think to myself, when will that day be mine when I make your instructions my life and soul? On this day, I pray for the courage to dive into your ocean of mercy. I pray for the enthusiasm and determination to dive deep where there are invaluable gems, the gems of your instructions, guidance, and wisdom. I pray for the strength to never lose faith in your instructions and Krishna's will. I pray for the continued inspiration to give my life towards pleasing you and Srila Prabhupada. Thank you so much, Guru Maharaj. I love you very much. Your aspiring servant, Nilamadavadas. Hare Krishna, um, we would love to hear from... Okay, uh, we'll take a bit of a break to chant Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare
Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Krishna, 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 Hare. 
program with a few more Houston devotees and then we'll hear from our Dallas devotees and as a gentle reminder if you could keep your offering short and sweet so we can hear from everyone that would be much appreciated we'd like to hear from Rasa Kendra Prabhu Jai Namaom Vishnu Padai Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Shimati Giriraj Swami Nitinamine Namaom Vishnu Padai Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Shimati Tamal Krishna Goswami Nitinamine Namaom Vishnu Padai Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Shimati Bhakti Vedanta Swami Nitinamine Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesh Shunyavadi Pashchati Desatarni Manchakal Patri Vishaka Pashin Dubevichapati Tanam Pavni Vishnu Bibyanamonama so um all these devotees were pouring out their hearts um when they were talking about maharaj glorifying his qualities so i felt very ashamed because i tried to look into my heart and i couldn't find a heart <laughs> so <laughs> it is uh i'm always uh on the mental platform so I don't know if I can speak from my heart today but based on what I can muster I can see that Maharaj is the living Bhagavat. So when once a devotee asked Shila Prabhupada, Prabhupada uh, which is better the book Bhagavat or the person Bhagavat? Prabhupada said both are equal, both are but the person Bhagavat can uh, twist your ear and correct you if you're doing something wrong. So it's not that Maharaj is going around twisting everybody's ears, but we can see that Maharaj's personal example is actually twisting our ears, that this is how you should act. So uh, Maharaj is so uh, exemplary. Maharaj qualities you can't write volumes and volumes and volumes of books about Maharaj's sublime qualities, his dedication to Srila Prabhupada, his dedication to the Holy Name, his dedication to serve the family of Srila Prabhupada is just impeccable. Uh, so just by observing Maharaj's, Maharaj's uh, nature, his behavior, his dealings, this we can basically perfect our lives if we just follow in his footsteps. And today uh, I beg onto his lotus feet, which are so sublime, which are the abode of devotional service, that he grants us his mercy, 
that we could also uh, imbibe his uh, dedication to the movement of Srila Prabhupada, his dedication to the holy name, his dedication to the service of the Vaishnavas. Shri Giraj Maharaj ki Shri Giraj Maharaj Vyasa Puja Mahautsava ki Kai Gaur Premanandi So I kept it short and sharp <laughs> Thank you very much Bhakti and Nagi, would you? Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Um, so, oh Krishna. <laughs> so, uh, to, to me, you're definitely a moon amongst stars, but not just any moon. You're like a Galilean moon amongst moons. And to me, you're the... You're the currents and winds that I pray for in troubled waters. And you're the captain to the ship that that I thought and believed that was much, much further beyond the horizon. And I'm stuck on this desolate island. But you've turned around. You've turned around to pick me up. And for this, I'll be forever grateful. And I am forever grateful for you. And I hope and pray that I could be of some use on this ship to you. Hare Krishna. Hi, Krishna Giri Rashwami Maharaj. I haven't seen any more exemplary uh, character in anyone in this lifetime, at least. other than uh, you, you just always uplift everyone's spirits, and you you just don't change anything from the the parampara. It's just uh, you have a way of really bringing everyone away from their inartas. And to just focus on the chanting the glories of Radha Krishna and just feeling the Sharanam and Prema and not having any sense of uh, false prestige, just... It's it's really wonderful to have your association. And just uh, we're, we're so humbled at your presence. How you've uh, lit the darkness of our hearts with the torch of knowledge, and it's. There is really nothing we could do to repay you but to keep it going on to save everyone. So 
Hare Krishna Maharaj. Namo Vishwadakishwami. I was not really prepared to speak, but I'll say a few words. Uh, in this temple where I've been coming here a few years, uh, I used to see you quite often. Every year I used to come here. I, and uh, really I used to run away from you. Uh, I was not prepared to really accept in full depth, but seeing you all the time and coming here, how the kids are happy here down the road. We're happy too. We are so happy coming here every week, going to Bhaktivrita, coming here. So time came, I think, reading the Guru Astakam, the last verse, it says, you have to have a guru. And then, then time came, I think I need a guru to progress in my bhakti. So that's when we uh, requested your uh, help. And you accepted our uh, request. And really, really thank you. And hopefully in the future we can, we can help uh, in the mission of Parapath and progress our bhakti and bring my families together. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bhakta Rajesh, are you? Om Gyanam Trimindashya Gyanam Jina Shakalai Chakshurum Ritmini Tashmajir Gurveno. So. Many exalted devotees spoke to, about today. There are many, many things they shared about Maharaj. I think Maharaj is definitely a perfect um, form of the of the God here. And uh, I don't have much to share after listening all the exalted devotees. I thought I was sharing about my personal story that how merciful and how kind Maharaj is. So. Um, we are associated with Ishkon from 2011. And 2013, 2012 we moved to Dallas. 2013 we started going to Bhakti Brisha that was hosted by Devadashana Prabhu. Uh, and then year passed by, we took a disciple course and I, I had no intention to go and find a guru. But yes, it was my, in my mind, maybe the time come and I probably find, um, a guru. And then last year, um, it was Radhasmi when Maharaj came here and he was just standing here and I was 
I happened to be next to him. And there were little boys, son, I think those boys left here, were little boys, like seven, eight years old, my boy, and they, those were showering flowers on Maharaj. And uh, um, it, that continued for some time. I'm standing next to him. There was a very strong feeling, a strong current flew through my heart. And then I started looking at his lotus feet, saying, you know, Maharaj, um, can I be his disciple? Can he accept me? And that question came to my mind, you know, time and again. I can approach him, but he may say no, right? And then I left with that feeling, um, went back home, though I stood next to him for maybe good 20 or 30 minutes until he was there here in the podium. And then um, I went home, and uh, Maharaj came back again during Kirtan 50 here in Dallas. And I, you know, pay obeisances to Maharaj. I got a very strong feeling as I had certain connection. A very different kind of current started flowing in my body. And then I went again. The feeling came to my head. If I approach, how should I approach? And I'm not a, I've done so many bad karmas. You know, um, I don't think I deserve to be his, uh, his disciple. Um, then it was Krishna's, um, maybe, uh, mercy and Guru Mahal's mercy. Um, I spoke to, um, Nitenda uh, Prabhu, our temple president, and then subsequently with Devdashana Prabhu, can we, can I host a program where Maharaj can come to my house? And he given his unlimited mercy, he came to my house in January. I tell you, I was struggling in many aspects. Sometime finishing 16 rounds. The moment he came, the day he came to our house, after that, I tell you, the life has totally changed as a miracle happened. I don't know how that Maharaj can explain, but it was a, it was a life-changing event for me and my wife. And everything started flowing as we thought. And, you know, um, and then time passed. The festival joy came in. That's in April, I think first week of April. Maharaj came back again. And then I have a few doubts in my mind, right? Because I was a very inquisitive uh, child from my childhood. I lived, I grew up in the 40 of Himalayas where many saints come in. I was in their connection. I used to ask questions. I did ask the same question to Maharaj. And I was like a little hesitant, but I thought, you know, I should ask those questions. I did ask. I got a very satisfying response from Maharaj. And then it happens to be um, in the last week of May, I went to India. And then I went to Vrindavan. I came from flight the very next morning um, with another devotee in Delhi. I went to Vrindavan. There I prayed to the Lord. I said, what is the meaning of life? Why would you send me to this earth? I think, show me that direction. Show me that path. And associate with me some, the guru who you think could be the right guru for me. And I came back after, um, uh, I had two weeks vacation, came back here. And uh, then um, when I was here, the kids wanted to go to um, Galveston, um, just out for, for a break. And then we decided, okay, we'll go out for vacation. And then that day, that was the first day in 20 years we married, that Seema, my wife, she decided to drive. And I was in a passenger seat, and she was driving on a long, uh, on a long road. Uh, drive. Anyway, um, I spoke with my parents, and after that, I hung, hung up the phone, and then, but Seema told me, you know, I was doing service on Saturday, 
and Rupananga uh, Prabhu, I think he was here, he kind of asked her, are you, um, are you initiated? She said, no. Are you aspiring any, any, any Maharaj? She said, yes. And then he further inquired who? And then he said, Giriraj Maharaj. And then, uh, then he said, you know, he and I don't have enough time left on this earth planet. So if you are interested, you better hurry up. And that very moment, you know, I picked the phone and I called Nityananda Prabhu. Now, normally I text him because he's often busy, or I call him, he doesn't answer the phone call, right? But that day it happened, he answered the phone. He answered the phone that very moment, and I told him. He said, okay, send your certificates, and then, you know, we'll see, uh, maybe I'll send over to Maharaj. And then his kind mercy, though I said, I think someone came here, this Prabhuji said, that he has done all the bad things, I probably fall in the same category. I was a party hard guy too. Same thing, right? But he has blessed his mercy and he gave me his, uh, gave us his shelter. So, you know, that is the kindness I can relate to myself that how kind, how merciful Maharaj is despite of so many bad karmas attained. I give you an example. I, I traveled on to maybe, uh, from Delhi many, many times. I passed Brindavan, went to Agra, right? But I didn't go to Brindavan. But now, any time I go, I go to Brindavan first, the very next day, and then I go back to uh, my hometown. So coming back to the point, Maharaj is very, very, very merciful. And I'm blessed uh, with his mercy that he has given a shelter um, to his lotus feet. That being said, I, if I'm a professional speaker. This is my first time speaking on any, any spiritual, uh, injunction. So this is my first spiritual platform where I'm speaking. So if I said anything wrong, um, inappropriate, my sincere apologies. So that being said, I bowed on to my Guru Raj, uh, uh, Guru Maharaj, millions and millions of time to his lotus feet. Hari Bol. Hare Krishna. Uh, Shama Sundar, Prabhu, would you like to say something? Hari Bo, everybody. Uh, what can I say? I'm very fortunate to be here today. Um, because of the mercy of Srila Prabhupada, Radhakala Chanji, and Agiri Raj Swami. Uh, I don't know, Srila Prabhupada has always been very dear to me growing up. I used to hear lectures from him. My mother used to play him all the time. And so my prayer to him was to find a spiritual teacher that was uh, committed and, and loved Srila Prabhupada. And I reached out to Girirad Swami, um, sent him an email, and immediately he responded, you know, asking me some questions. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you? And uh, maybe we can form a relationship. So I told him I was in Dallas, and he was like, yes, I'm, I come to Dallas pretty often, so we can definitely form a relationship. So I prayed to Srila Prabhupada, if it, if it was meant to be, please let it be, because been so lost for a very long time 
And uh, for some reason, Krishna decided not to let me go. Um, because of the mercy of Srila Prabhupada, Giriraj Swami said, yes, I will, you know, uh, work with you and help you get back to Lord Krishna. And that's the goal of my life. Um, what can I say? I mean, pretty much everyone said the same thing about his communication. I mean, he has so many disciples and followers, but every time I send him a message, he responds and helps me to clear up whatever issue that I'm having. But he responds like, I thought it was like, I'm, I'm just personal. This is just for me, but so many people say the exact same thing. So it's like, I don't know where you find time to do all of this. Um, and then still chant and then still do all of the other service that you do. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you for accepting me as a disciple. And I look forward to, you know, learning more and developing my Krishna consciousness so I can take shelter of your lotus feet and you can help me get back home so we can do more service. So thank you very much. Bhakta Oben, if you're here. There. Oh, I didn't expect that moment, this moment. Oh. Wow. Oh, wow. my heart is. Well, first of all, my, my heart is. My, my English is not really good. So I'm just going to try to say a few words. First of all, thank you very much for your mercy. Uh, I'm speechless now. I don't have words. The only thing I can say is thank you so much. With these words, my heart is there, and you know, Maharaj. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Jai Shri, would you like to speak something? Hare Krishna, Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Pasaya Bhutale. 
Srimati Giraj Swami Tinamine. So my goal is to get through this offering without crying. We'll see. <laughs> you know, growing up, I've always been daddy's little girl. You know, originally my father. And then um, when I came under the guidance of Tamal Krishna Goswami, he always made me feel like I was his little girl as well. And when he left, I was devastated like many of us were. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what was going to happen in my spiritual journey. And he left me in the loving and compassionate care of you, Giraj Swami. And you also cared and gave my dad such great shelter in his final days, and he took formal shelter view. So then I realized this was another indication that I was to take your shelter after Gurudev left. So I took second initiation from you. And as everybody knows, I take such pleasure in dressing the deities, and I love doing that. And this year, one of the biggest kicks I've had is um, often uh, one of my really good friends, Lavanga, and I get to dress together. Either we both dress by the college Chandu together, or I'm dressing another set of deities and she's dressing them. But whatever the case is, I always have your picture on the altar, and she always has Ritatvaja Swami's picture on the altar. So we always get a kick about seeing the two gurus sitting together on the altar as we dress. Um, <laughs> something that we take great pleasure in. Um, let's see. Ooh. So at this point in my spiritual journey, I've been under your um, care and guidance much longer than I was in Gurudev's presence. And I feel that you've given me a lot more um, deeper guidance than he did, but I think that's partly because I'm much older now. And I didn't have questions when he was around. I didn't quite catch all the philosophy. I was just so in awe of him and did whatever he told me to do. And with you, I feel like we have a lot more discussions um, about spirituality and what it means. And for instance, you know, I previously, I think a couple of years ago, we had this long discussion of what the ultimate goal was. And it really has changed my perspective in that our ultimate goal is to always please Krishna wherever we may end up. And it's not for liberation, and it's not for, you know, to go back to Goloka Vrindavan, which is great, but really it's whatever Krishna wants. So I've really tried to keep that meditation, you know, right there in the forefront of everything that I'm doing, realizing that that is what the goal is. I don't feel that I'm there yet. I feel like, oh, but I want this, and I want that. So I'm working on kind of, you know, um, changing what I want to be what Krishna and Guru wants. And that way I can dovetail that. You know, often I'll write you really long emails, and maybe many of you have had this experience. And I just kind of, like, I feel like I have to explain a lot of things before I can ask my question. And then you just respond with one line. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, but that one line is so powerful and potent, and it contains so much meaning that it's enough, right? I have to, like, I don't have that potency in my words where... I have to really explain, and I have to write long, long emails, like a book, and you write one line. <laughs> and it always pleases me when the way you do it. And I'm like, oh, that's what it is. And so, really, it's just been 
um, you know, Gurudev initially taught me the Maha Mantra and he, you know, gave me the Maha Mantra formally and he has led me so much, but you've really deepened my knowledge and understanding of being a devotee and disciple and pleasing um, Srila Prabhupada and being in this movement of Lord Chaitanya's mission. So I'm always grateful for t- to you for that. Hare Krishna. Yes. Mahamantra City does. In Shastra, it says that the dumb that Lord Chaitanya makes, the dumb speak, the crippled walk. I have no qualifications outside of being very much a Kanishta Adhikari. I'm very cripple-minded, and it is reflected in my body. But somewhere or other, you have given me shelter under your lotus feet. In Yiddish, there is a word called Sadie, which I'm sure you understand. And there is also another word that says mensch, but I'll make it a little bit different and call you a mahamensch because you give so much mercy to all of us in this room. You are friend? Can you, um, explain the of those? Oh, sure. Zaidi means grandfather. It's a very endearing term that one can give someone. The word mensch means a gentleman, a steroid person, a gentleman of gentlemen's. So, here today, somehow or other, you allow me to come before such magnanimous devotees that I myself am very unqualified to say one word other than thank you very much for having me as part of your family. And together we can all chant and go back home and enliven one another. You have enlivened me in so many ways. Thank you very much, and I promise I'll keep it short. All right, all, and thank you very much for everything.
We would love to hear from Guru Bhakti Dasi. Hey Krishna Maharaj. You have so many innumerable good qualities of a very advanced Vaishnava. But the two which I always which always come to my mind are that you are a Prabhupada man. Your Guru Nishta, your Guru Bhakti, your love, your attachment, your service for Srila Prabhupada. You are inseparable from Srila Prabhupada. And you are such a good example, a living, breathing example of how a disciple should serve his guru in every way. Um, the other thing is um, your uh, f- compassion. You epitomize the compassion of Lord Nityananda. There's no end to your compassion. There was this, um, Tamar Krishna Maharaj tells the story about a devotee who was in Bombay and he was um, um, mishandle- or misappropriating funds. So he um, complained to Srila Prabhupada finally after trying to collect the devotee. And um, Srila Prabhupada didn't pay much attention. Finally, he was so exasperated. He said, um, he is really misappropriating funds and giving our society a bad name. What can be done? Srila Prabhupada told him, there is no end, there is no limit to Lord Nityananda's mercy. So whenever I see you and I see your your, um, dealings with devotees, I always get that feeling that you epitomize this really compassionate mood of Lord Nityananda by your deep caring and your deep um, relationships with all the devotees. So I'm very grateful for you for at least this few of the examples that you, you epitomize for us. So thank you so much for giving us your association and being such a perfect example of a Vaishnava. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisance. It's all glories to you and to Srila Prabhupada. 
Thank you for blessing us with your association here in Dallas. Uh, I moved here not too long ago, and I, I am um, pinching myself uh, thinking about how much time you spend here and how much personal association you give us here. Um, sometimes I think that I take that um, as granted that you are here and I am not taking full advantage of your presence here. And um, I'm, I'm asking myself, how can I... How can I increase my relationship with you here, and how can I serve you better? Um, in these, um, but you you do give out personal um, association to everybody, not just disciples, but uh, just anybody that comes to you. You um, talk to them, you guide them, and uh, for me personally, um, there. Due to some recent events in my life, you've also prayed for me and my uh, cared ones. Um, that shows how much of a compassionate and kind nature that you have towards everybody. Uh, recently, my cousin, he left his body. He was my age, and I was very confused as to what's going to happen to him <clears throat> um, and what his next destination would be. And I was very close with him. So I approached you, and you took so a long time to uh, pray for him and chant for him. And that was, uh, that meant a lot for me. Uh, uh, That gave me hope that um, that he he will get a better destination, and then he, he will... Um, move on to the next uh, chapter in his life and not not have to suffer. Um, your personal association. One one aspect of your kindness is you allow uh, you let devotees um, as fallen as myself to even think about serving you, um, and. I I have no qualification to serve you. I don't have any experience with any how to approach you, how to serve you properly. But but you are so compassionate. You're letting us, letting me serve you in a very personal way, and it is very humbling. And I I don't deserve it. But I I hope to um, I hope you forgive all my shortcomings in my service and. Hope to continue more of that. Um, please bless us, bless me to um, become the servant of your servants. Thank you, Maharaj. Vishnu uh, Priya. Vyasa Puja Guru Maharaj. 
My service to you, Gurmaj, is the is the greatest gift, no doubt, in my life. It's, has a satisfaction, has a satisfaction from you. I mean, everything in my life has become like perfect, and I, I really appreciate it. You have you have helped me so much go forward. And you're always appreciating even the little things that we do for you. You appreciate it so much and encourage it. Even if you have make a little fault, you never say, oh, how bad it is. You always say, it's okay, don't worry about it. And when we do something good, you, you acknowledge it so much. And you have helped me in that way. You have, you have helped me so much to grow. And I, I, and I want to do more, you know. Whenever you appreciate it, I just want to go on and do more for you. So in that way, I feel very thankful. And thank you for continuing to engage me in your service. Thank you very much. I love you very much. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Um, I would just like to say a few words um, to offer to, to you, Guru Maharaj. My first time celebrating your Vyasa Puja, I, all I knew about offerings was they're generally really long, <laughs> and they're about the guru-disciple relationship, um, but I had no stories with you, or I, I hadn't done any service for you, so it was this like five-page essay <laughs> with Shastra and verses, and I'm pretty sure one of the devotees took one look at my novel and said, I don't know if we're going to have enough time. <laughs> and now I'm so grateful that I have gotten to spend time serving you and um, taking guidance from you and I have so many memories with you that I can draw from in the difficult times and even in the happy times that I can remember and I wanted to share one of those stories which happened recently I got to serve you in Carpinteria and there's a devotee named Rajani Priya and (laughs) if you don't know her she's quite elderly how old would you say she is, Grimard? Maybe 90s? Tomorrow she turns 99. Oh, her birthday is tomorrow. She turns 99 years old. And she's a disciple of Maharaj. And she came to visit when I was in Carpinteria. And she's very lucid. And she was talking about chanting and how she stays in a senior living home and she gets all of the nurses and the assistants to chant Hare Krishna as well, and she tells them about Krishna consciousness. Indra Swami was there with us too, and he was encouraging her. And if she were here to wish you a happy birthday today, she would probably say that you're a very young, sprightly man, Gurmaj, wouldn't she? <laughs> and um, there was a moment that really touched me. I mean, I'm tearing up thinking about it. I totally lost it there. I was just bawling because... Um, Gurmaraj, you were holding Rajani Priya's hand because she has difficulty walking on her own, especially going downstairs. And you were walking her step by step. And she was in a little bit of anxiety because <clears throat> she had to rebel a little to come visit you and um, and go outside of the uh, normal working hours of her senior living home. So she was wondering, oh, are they going to let me in when I get back? Are they going to, um, you know, accept me? Are they going to be upset? And you were telling her, don't worry, I'll call ahead for you. 
And it was a really poignant moment because I felt like what you were saying had two meanings. That as our spiritual father, you'll call ahead for us to the spiritual world. You'll see um, our service and advocate for us um, to Krishna. And um, it was, I mean, I can't make this up. Like seeing you hold her hand and walk her step by step, you were so patiently waiting, saying, don't worry, I'll call ahead. And being elderly, she's a little forgetful, so she continued to say, oh, what if they don't accept me? And you just continued to repeat, don't worry, I'll call ahead for you. And so I just wanted to thank you for calling ahead for us, for holding our hand, for guiding us step by step, and for all of the love that you've shown us. Um, one of my favorite quotes that you, you also share is that Krishna consciousness is just love masquerading as a philosophy. And I'm growing to understand that in my love for you and my relationship to you. So thank you so much, Guru Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Before we move on to the next part of the program, we would love to hear from His Grace Nityananda Das. So, you have so many glories, Maharaj. But one that comes very directly to all of us is Brindapriya. I remember, it wasn't many, very long ago, maybe a few years ago, she called me on the phone from... I think it was Indiana or Illinois. Indiana? Indiana. As Bhakti and Darcy. And she said, I'm Darcy, and I'd like to speak to you, and I'd like to ask you if I can come to stay in Dallas, visit Dallas. And at the time when I first met her, she could, like she's talking about bawling, she can ball at the drop of a pin. You know, it's like, she's so emotional person. And I was thinking to myself, this great lady is going to take some time <laughs> sort of settling down and, you know, becoming a nice devotee and a leader because I could see that she, when she spoke to me, that I could tell that this was going to be a great leader in our movement. And now I'm seeing what she's doing and we're all seeing what she's doing. It's obvious that she's reached that platform. She's such a wonderful leader. She is doing so, so much service to the Dallas Temple. I remember how many times you've personally spoken to me about her to say, please make sure that she's sheltered, she's protected, she's fine, even though she moved away from the temple. And how much you cared for her, that she'd moved away from the temple, and how concerned you were that she may uh, be at some risk moving away from the temple, some physical risk like that. And we've always cared for her, and, and how wonderful it is now to see her doing this service to you, Maharaj. This is glories to her and glories to you as well. Thank you very much for showing us that example. Srila Prabhupada actually said that 90% of our success will come from the company that we keep, the association we keep. And he also said that 90% of our success will come from our, from our chanting. 
And in both those cases, you have been the example for us. You've been the devotee that we have has associated with us, especially for those of us in Dallas and Houston. Yesterday, um, Radhanath Maharaj was telling me, because we'd gone for the celebration there of initiation, ten of our devotees took initiation from him, first initiation, and three took second. I had actually 18 others waiting for second initiation, but he said, Nityananda, that's too many. I'll have to come to Dallas to initiate them. <laughs> but this is the glories of, of our movement, Srila Prabhupada's movement. And um, so he was talking about you uh, when we, we spoke. And what we spoke about was how the Goswamis were so beloved to the ruffians and to the saintly people as well. They were equally disposed to everyone. And he was giving the example of how you were like that, that, that you were so equally disposed. And some of the devotees said that, and how Mother Guru Bhakti said that, you know, you're um, the expansion of Lord Nityananda's energy, like that, and... Uh, being a Prabhupada man, because Srila Prabhupada was like that. Srila Prabhupada loved everybody. And so he was giving the example of how in Mumbai, uh, some of the real ruffians in Mumbai really loved Prabhupada. And Prabhupada loved them too, and he would engage them, and he would spend time with them. And everybody wondered why these types of families Prabhupada would associate with. And he said, if you want to find out the details, you should speak to Giriraj Maharaj. He'll tell you all the details of the wonderful families that Prabhupada Prabhupada associated with and how these families actually became Krishna conscious because of the association of Srila Prabhupada. And of course, here we see the same thing, all of us. This is just a pure miracle happening here. So many devotees sitting for so long, uh, you know, uh, listening attentively, pin drop silence to devotees speaking and, and taking part in this program. Uh, you're spending time with us in Dallas and Houston, especially. Again, Radhanath Maharaj was saying that. You're so fortunate to have him in Houston and Dallas. And we know that. I mean, it's not easy being a temple president. I mean, nobody really wants to be a temple president. I mean, you have to be certified not so great up here to want to be a temple president in ISKCON, you know. And, but life becomes so much easier when we have yourself and Rita Dvajamaj and uh, Giridhari Swami and uh, uh, Keshav Bharti Maharaj guiding us the way you're guiding us in Dallas and Houston. And I have one concern. It's, it goes back to the story of how Radharani says that love in separation is more enjoyable than love in union. Because in love in union, we're worried that something may stop happening, you know, that Krishna may leave at any time. And Radharani feels that that's, that's, that, that for her is hard to bear. So the same for us, that all these years you've spent with us in Dallas and Houston, we've become a little um, uh, accustomed to you coming here and thinking to ourselves that this is always going to happen. We know this is not always going to be happen. We pray to Krishna that you'll be around for a long time to guide us, to give us the association that makes us, all of us devotees here, so happy, um, so much into Krishna consciousness. And and we worry about the day when that will not happen, and then we won't. Because I can't even imagine, I shudder to think, if you were not on the planet, what will happen to Dallas? It is very hard. And same for Houston. It's hard to imagine what will happen. Because your staying with us has given us so much stability, so much happiness, the love that you have. The other day when you jumped into the uh, into the lake, I mean... 
I can say without a shadow of doubt, everybody felt that was a miracle of miracles. I mean, how could that even happen? You know, and it happened. And this is your presence. You have so much love for uh, for Srila Prabhupada and so much love for all of us uh, that, you know, we palpably feel that love. And unfortunately for us, the concern we have is, what if it stops? What if it stops? And, of course, we have your instructions and we will follow your instructions because after you um, um, spent more time in Dallas after Srila Gurudev left, you gave us so many wonderful instructions. You've guided us. The temple is a stable temple. Many people come around to this temple and say, this is one of the best temples in the world. Devotees, the association of the devotees here, the welcome they get from everybody is so, so nice. And all that really comes from the example that you set. How many times you've spoken to me and spoken to other leaders here and all the devotees here and expressed so much love. So, and today, of course, is the happiest day of our life. There is no day which is happier than the day of the appearance of the spiritual master. What to speak of a bona fide spiritual master in such a bona fide disciplic succession coming from such an amazing acharya like Srila Prabhupada. And you are the Vartaman Acharya of Dallas today. You are our Acharya here, Maharaj. Thank you so very much for everything that you do, that you do for us. And please forgive us for all of our offenses, our apparats, our shortcomings, uh, which are obvious to you, but not so obvious to us at times, but sometimes even obvious to us. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Nityananda Prabhu. It's definitely by your expert management and guidance that we're able to have such programs. So we appreciate um, Bhakta Narayan, would you like to say something? So, I um, I was just looking through my phone to check um, when was the time that you said to me as your disciple, and uh, incredibly, it happened on January eight at ten o eight exactly. You know, <laughs> so that made me really happy. I'm still very fresh into becoming a devotee, and as I hear many of the other devotees. God sisters, God brothers. Um, it runs so much inspiration about me, such as Reishi, how she says, how she sends you long emails and you respond um, with very short, with very short sentences. And that is exactly what, uh, what is something in quality that I love so much about you. And uh, the story that it happened, the funny story that it happened with me, the first advice that I asked you before you became my master, it was like, uh, my master, I'm very confused 
Because sometimes I desire to be in a partnership with someone, and then again I get decide just to remain celibate. What is it about marriage? So how can I understand it? What's the meaning of love? And I explained for about 30 minutes all my confusion, and what you responded is, my dear Narayan, marriage just means that you're going to be married. (laughs) 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 So (laughs) I was waiting for, like, Something so mind-blowing, waiting for, oh, Maharaj is going to enlighten me so much with a huge passage. And, and I was just like, mind-blowing, I was like, where is the message? What does it mean? And then I understood that marriage doesn't mean that you're going to be happy, that you're going to get money. If all you're going to lose money, you're going to gain weight, you're going to, you know. So that is my biggest quality with you, that you accepted my humor, that you accepted me as your disciple. I remember so much the first time I met you too, when I first joined Hirikala uh, Janji. You know, I was going through very, very dark times. And I saw you going into the restaurant and I had no idea who you were. What were you wearing orange? And I was like, why is everyone, you know, bowing to these old men? You know, I had no idea. I felt like since I came from a different tradition, I was like, no one should be bowing to no one else, to another human being. But as I started getting closer to you, as I started, that compassion started pulling to me. Something started calling out to me. You know, so many devotees have struggled to find a master. And all of a sudden, you just randomly appeared to me. And now when I bow down to you, I feel so much shelter. I feel protected. I feel... I feel like I am finally going in the right path. All my anxieties, all my confusion, everything that I have to do, now I know that I can rely a master, someone greater than I. And that is what it makes me very proud to be part of ISKCON, that Krishna has returned me to you and all the devotees. Thank you very much. Namaruchi Das, would you like to say something? I, I didn't actually have anything planned. We were in the kitchen, uh, full service mode. Um, I'm here in my sudra vesh. Um, oh, yeah, well, I can stand up right here. Um, I don't know what comes to my heart. I had some stuff in mind because I was talking to some devotees. And um, I was remembering... Uh, Srila Prabhupada's uh, exchanges with Mother Yamuna and how my service to you uh, was very similar. It was very, you know, I remember you told me one time, the perfection of your service is that I don't see you do it. 
And so many of us are hungry to get recognition and be, you know, every service we do, we want people to see what we do and tell us how great we are. And, uh, but you right away, you showed me the way, the way of the Acharyas, the way of, of true bhakti. And, um, yeah, just thinking about, um, I don't know. I had so many things that I could have, you know, I, I, I wasn't expecting to speak, but, you know, I wanted to, my mind have something to say if I did, if the chance did come up. Um, you have many wonderful qualities and I wouldn't know which one to f- focus on, but one of the wonderful qualities that, that, uh, I always keep in mind is how I don't know. Maybe the psychic abilities or the... <laughs> Somehow you always just know. Um, I remember one time I was staying in Vrindavan and I had a dream that uh, there was Jagannath, Baladev, Subhadra and there's these gigantic clay pots full of prashadam and you were there and you were giving everybody what they desired. And when you came to me... You said, and here is a gumsha for Bhakta Richie. <laughs> so, so that year when we were about to leave uh, Bombay, um, one Madhaji came, one god sister came, and she said, here, I have some thing for you to bring back to Kunja Bihari Prabhu in Dallas. And and I said, oh, Madhaji, I don't have space in my backpack. Uh, oh, please, please, Prabhu. Please, you know, uh, there's nobody else that can bring it to him, and he'll be very upset if he doesn't get this. And so I, okay, Madhaji, I'll look for, maybe I can squeeze it in my backpack. And then I said, oh, and then she said, oh, thank you, thank you very much. Oh, and by the way, here's something that, that, that we gave to Guru Maharaj, but he didn't want. And, and I, she gave me the bag, and out of this bag, I pull out these two gumchas. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, so there's a lot of mystical, mystical synchronicity. Um, I remember one time in Durban for the Japa retreat, as we were leaving, I was taking pictures of, you know, the village, and it reminded me of Vrindavan. And, uh, so you said, Oh, do you want us to stop the car? And I said, oh, okay, because the pictures were blurry, and sure, and so they stopped the car, and because you stopped your car, all the caravan of devotees stopped their cars, and then soon after, what turned into me taking pictures of the landscape turned into prashadam distribution, devotees chanting with the Zulu uh, uh, natives, and chanting Hare Krishna, and Zulu dancing, and prashadam distribution, all just from stopping a car. <laughs> so from that, from what that I learned is that you use everything that you've been giving, whether it's your position of uh, authority over others, you know, guide of a guide for others. You use that to uplift us into doing godly things for the benefit of others. So thank you, thank you for all those wonderful memories.
Just a, a couple more devotees have come in that we would um, like to hear from. Sri Gopika. Krishna, thank you, Maharaj, for being here on your Vyas Puja. Uh, thank you very much for allowing me to speak in your presence and the presence of all these uh, devotees here. Whenever I think of you, Maharaj, I must admit, I think of an iceberg. And it's not because you're cold, because very, very, very far from it. You're extremely, extremely warm, warm-hearted, warm reception everything about you is just you're so much deeper than what comes across on the surface of things there is so much more to you than I could ever ever know just through reading your books and trying to understand your sentiments when it comes to your book Many Moons it's when I see pictures from long, long ago when you were in Bombay, when you were in Mauritius, only skimming the surface of getting to know my God siblings who are so fortunate to have had your direct association in so many different facets of life, in so many different ways. It just makes me feel so small, yet it makes me feel so grateful to be where I am. And I am... I don't know what I'd done in this life or a previous life to want your shelter and to receive it, ultimately. The, my God siblings here in Dallas, they're so loving. It's such a beautiful, loving community. And it just goes to show how the leader is. Is you've kept everyone together and everyone speaks so highly of you. And you can't just do that. There has to be a reason for it. And I'm ever so grateful for you, for your presence, for the words that you send via email, via text. And I try to limit my communication with you because I know you have so much else going on. Yet I think I know that if I need you, and I have called upon you in certain dark spells of time in this past year, you've always been there. You've been very caring. You've been very just compassionate. You've given me the space when I've needed it, and you've given me the guidance without me even having to ask. You know, you read, you read my mind like, I don't know, my spiritual father does. So for that and for a lot more things, which I know you do behind the scenes, that you don't want credit for, you don't get credit for, you don't ask for it, I really, from the bottom of my heart, just want to thank you. And I want to wish you a very, very happy 72nd Yas Puja celebration. Thank you for being in Dallas. We are going to take a short break to chant Hare Krishna and then we'll move on. 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare
Krishna. <laughs> so now His Holiness Girash Swami will speak. Jnana Timirandasya Jnananjana Salakaya Chaksun Militam Yena Tazmai Sri Gurve Namaha Sri Chaitanya Manobishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Tadati Swapadanti 
Namao Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Shimate Bhakti Vidanta Swamini Tinamine Namaste Saraswati Debe Gauravani Pracharine Nivishesha Shanyabadi Vaschatyade Shatarine Vanchakaupatrubhyascha kripa sandhubhyabhacha Jitanam bhavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo namo namaha Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Dvaita Gadadhar Shivasadikor Bhaktarinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare Hari Rama, Hari Rama, 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 Hari, Hari. So, it's been a uh, deep experience hearing from all of you. I actually relished listening to you speak because it gave me an idea of how better I can serve you, both individually and collectively. And that is my purpose, my desire, my reason for being. Um, Someone mentioned (laughs) that I I said that the perfection of this of of their service would be not to be seen, and I would like to develop that theme a little. Um, once His Holiness Tamal Krishna Goswami was in Mayapur, and one of his god brothers was surrounded by disciples, you know, carrying things and fanning him and whatnot. And Tamal Krishna Goswami said, um, you know, I don't want to be served like that. But I want to be served like the Mandris do service. And that is you never see them, but whatever you need is always there. Um, so this, uh, the, the, the next example I'm going to give is a, might seem a little odd, but there is a connection. And this has to do with the a Parsi community, which is a, it's a small community in Mumbai, but very distinguished. Um, and they are originally from Persia. And when they came to uh, Gujarat to land, uh, came on a ship. So the king of that province 
sent them a uh, in, in, in a very subtle way, you could say, or a tactful way, he refused them entry by sending them a cup of milk that was filled to the brim. Like, there's, there's no more room. And the Parsis, they put a little uh, sugar in the milk and sent it back as their reply. And the king thought, oh, these people are very intelligent. They're, they are, they're, they're, they're not going to detract from us. They're, they're going to be with us, but they're going to make us sweeter by their presence. So, yeah, sometimes Srila Prabhupada used the phrase, in like a needle and out like a plow, to indicate that sometimes we have to begin, you know, in a very small way, you know, like a, a needle, and then, and then, um, you know, <laughs> increase and increase and increase and increase, and then becomes like a plow. Once I visited uh, uh, the home of, became a very good devotee in Bombay, Dr. Andy Dasai, later initiated as Srinath Das. And in his temple room, he had a lot of uh, demigods. So I didn't, uh, I didn't tell him to remove any of the demigods, but I just told him to put Radha and Krishna in the middle. And eventually, you know, gradually all the demigods disappeared. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think, I mean, I, you know, I listen to Srila Prabhupada speak every day. And sometimes, uh, you know, he's very strong. Another great devotee from Bombay was Mr. Seti, P.L. Seti. And the first time Mr. Seti met Srila Prabhupada, Srila Prabhupada asked him, what do you do in the morning after you get up? He said, you know, you know, I brush my teeth, I get dressed, I have a piece of toast, uh, I get, I get ready and uh, go to work. And Srila Prabhupada said, and, you know, when do you pray? Mr. said, he said, well, I don't pray. 
And Srila Prabhupada said, well then, what's the difference between you and a pig? <laughs> and Mr. Seti thought about it. He said, yeah, actually, what is the difference? There is no difference. So then Mr. Seti said, yes, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I have to add this. But for that, I need satsang. I need association. And Mr. Seti lived quite far away then in Goregam. Later he moved uh, into the Juhu Villaparla development. Then Prabhupada said, all right, I will send devotees once a week on Saturday. And you can do Harinam Sankirtan, Nagar Sankirtan in the streets. And then uh, you, you serve them a big feast. And that way you'll get um, satsang. And from that beginning, Mr. Seti really became such a staunch devotee of Srila Prabhupada. Uh, he was a builder by profession. And so when we got the Juhu land, you know, the front portion was completely vacant. And at the back there were six apartment buildings, you could say. And so Mr. Seti built an additional floor uh, on top of five of the six. And um, when Srila Prabhupada came back to Bombay, Mr. Seti showed him, uh, you know, the, the uh, additional floor that he had built. And Srila Prabhupada said, um, you know, just as you are building these quarters for me and my disciples here, uh, Krishna will be, you know, building your rooms for you in Vaikuntha. And uh, Mr. Seti said, I'm just a sinful man. How can I go to Vaikuntha? And Srila Prabhupada said, you know, you don't worry about that. I'll take care of that. So, yeah, serving the devotee, pure devotee, is really the, the key to success. That was one of the um, main lessons, early lessons that I learned from his Holiness Tamal Krishna Goswami, quite early in my Krishna consciousness, um, I came to India in the f first batch in 1970. And in April of 71, we had a Pandal program at Cross Maidan that was very successful. And Srila Prabhupada was very pleased. So he sent Tamal Krishna Goswami and me to Calcutta. 
to organize a similar program. And, you know, we, we were quite a good team. He said, you make the money and I'll spend it. <laughs> okay. So, but, but one, one evening when everyone was asleep, somehow the two of us met on the balcony and he spoke to me about uh, the importance of serving the spiritual master. Up until then, I was aware of the different practices, you know, as stated in the Nectar Devotion, 64 practices. And, you know, I was trying to do everything we were taught to do, chant, read, you know, get up from Mangalarti, attend the morning program, do service, preach. But they were they were all like different items. And Tamal Krishna Goswami spoke to me about the central focus of devotional service being being service to the spiritual master. And when he explained it, it made perfect sense. It went very deep into my heart. And then, in a way, everything remained the same. You know, getting up, attending the morning program, chanting, reading, serving, preaching. But the focal point was service to the spiritual master, to Srila Prabhupada. So, uh, Tamal Krishna Goswami and I became very close friends with that uh, focal point of service to Srila Prabhupada. And there was one time when um, I made a mistake. It was towards the end of Srila Prabhupada's stay with us and uh, we were in Vrindavan, and Srila Prabhupada wanted to form an entity uh, called the Bhaktivedanta Swami Charity Trust, which would, I mean, Srila Prabhupada's intention was to sort of uh, bring unity amongst the followers of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur and to help them. Like Srila Prabhupada mentioned his god brother Sridhar Maharaj, Srila Sridhar Maharaj, having a, like a nut, nath, nath mandir at his uh, ashram, and he wasn't able to complete it. He just didn't have the funds. So that was, that was one project that Srila Prabhupada wanted funds from the Bhaktivedanta Swami Charity Trust to be uh, used for. So, you know, I we put together the legal document and I went to Mathura to get it registered and, you know, it was a long day and it was hot. I was tired. So I just dropped off the document 
uh, I lived with Tamal Krishna Goswami, who was Srila Prabhupada's secretary. And then I went to the guest house to take rest. So just as I was about to retire, I heard a very loud banging on the door. And I knew this could be only one person. So I opened the door, and there he was. And he said, boy, you really blew it. You registered this as the Bhaktivedanta Charity Trust. He said, there could be so many Bhaktivedantas. I mean, this is what, it was clear that this was what he got from Srila Prabhupada. There could be so many Bhaktivedantas. It has to be Bhaktivedanta Swami Charity Trust. So it's clear, Bhaktivedanta Swami. So, I felt elated, and I'll explain why I felt so. And that is that we were, <clears throat> we were such good friends that I could have thought, you know, we're, we're just good friends. But by the way Tamal Krishna Goswami responded, I felt elated because, you know, the central point completely was Srila Prabhupada, and he wasn't going to tone down uh, his response on the basis of our friendship. And I was very gladdened to see that you know, he wasn't going to sacrifice uh, his his service to Srila Prabhupada or my service to Srila Prabhupada for the sake of making things smooth in our relationship. So that was like like so memorable. Then another time later, after Srila Prabhupada left, I came here to visit him in Dallas. At that time, I felt somewhat isolated because after Srila Prabhupada left, there was a lot of, you could say, chaos in different areas. And my zone included places that were out of the way, in a sense, like Mauritius and South Africa. So I was feeling like quite isolated. And, you know, everyone had to deal with so many issues after Prabhupada's departure. They were all busy in their zones trying to keep things together. So they didn't have the facility to visit, you know, a god brother in somebody else's zone because they had so many of their own challenges. But anyway, I came to Dallas and I remember we were sitting on the carpet in his bedroom upstairs and I was telling him about uh, 
my, my need for association. And he said very simply, and it made perfect sense, you have to go out of your way to get it. And then he said that with all of my association with Srila Prabhupada and my three initiations from him, you know, first initiation, second initiation, and sannyas initiation, I still don't feel that that's enough. You know, I feel that I need shiksha gurus in, in, in my life. And then he named some devotees whom he considered to be uh, his shiksha gurus. I don't remember the full list, but I do remember he mentioned um, his holiness Shivaram Swami and his grace Burijan Das. He, he mentioned a few, even mentioned me. And um, so this really made me think because uh, after Srila Prabhupada left, there were 11 sort of like successor gurus, you could say. And I put my faith in some of them who I was working closely with, and then they fell down. So within myself, I resolved, okay, I'm not going to put my faith in anyone else except Srila Prabhupada, that's it. Never again, no one else. Then when Tamal Krishna Goswami was speaking like this, about shiksha gurus, need for shiksha gurus. Uh, I took it seriously because it was coming from him and from his own realization. But still I had that misgiving. So the next morning, uh, after Mangalarti, all the devotees were chanting japa in the temple room. I mean, in those days, the atmosphere was really surcharged. I mean, the temple room was full of devotees, and the, the japa was, like, quite intense. And uh, I remember, like, circling around chanting japa. And Tamal Krishna Goswami was there, and so many de- devotees were there. And as I was chanting Japa, I just suddenly had this clear realization that he should be my Shiksha Guru. So I went up to him. I mean, I didn't want to interrupt his chanting, but I, it was such an overwhelming, um, it, realization that I did. You know, I just, I went up to him and I said, you know what you were saying last night about yourself, the need for shiksha gurus. So I I feel the same way. 
And I I feel I need you to be my Shiksha Guru. So he looked at me. I mean, he had a way of looking at people. And it, he was, it was sort of like assessing me and what I had said. But at the same time, he was, he was pleased. And, um, and I, you know, I offered my obeisances to him. And that was our, an element of our relationship. Um, and, yeah, after, after Srila Prabhupada left, uh, the first Gaur Purnima festival after Srila Prabhupada left, I took sannyas from him. And I was happy about that because it gave us, uh, gave me another, it was another element in my relationship with him that solidified it and also put him in a superior position, which was proper, appropriate. Um, and it's also, in a way, mysterious the way Srila Prabhupada engaged the two of us together because sometimes, I mean, quite often, he wouldn't do anything without the two of us agreeing. And usually that meant waiting for me because Tamal Krishna Goswami was was Srila Prabhupada's secretary. So he was with Srila Prabhupada and I would go out preaching and doing different services. And so this was like towards the end in 1977. Srila Prabhupada was um, sort of bedridden. And so I came back a little late from the city and so I walked into the room and Tamal Krishna Goswami was by Srila Prabhupada's bedside saying, you know, we don't know when Giriraj is going to get back. So um, so he wanted Prabhupada to sign something. And Prabhupada said, no, I, I won't sign until, until Giriraj comes back and he also approves. And then I walked in at that time. And, and that was a sort of a theme that he wanted the two of us to agree. Uh, towards the end, he, he, Srila Prabhupada executed a power of attorney in favor of Tamal Krishna Goswami and me together. And uh, the very last morning before Srila Prabhupada left for Vrindavan, uh, never to return to Bombay, um, he he wanted, it's the same thing, he wanted some documents to be signed by the two of us, or he wanted the two of us to approve that he should sign some documents. 
I think I'll conclude with one. I'm not 100% this will be the conclusion, but it means the end. But uh, So this was, it was towards the end, again, 1977. Srila Prabhupada was in his quarters upstairs. Uh, Tamal Krishna Goswami was his secretary. And the whole... Um, not just mood, but necessity. The necessity was not to disturb Srila Prabhupada uh, by making any noises. After he came back, we'd had a pandal in Bombay, Prabhupada's last public preaching program, and when he came back, Srila Prabhupada, he wanted, he wanted it to be very controlled upstairs, where he was saying, and all the, all his personal staff were assuring him that they wouldn't make any noise. And then he told this, uh, he told a story of a man whose wife had so many bangles, and the you know the bangles were clashing and making noise. So the man, you know, had her remove one bangle, two, three. They were always making noise until there was only one bangle left. So Srila Prabhupada was saying, you know, the only way there will be quiet is if there's only one of you. Uh, in the same place at the same time. Otherwise, you'll talk. It'll be like two bangles, or three, or four. So the whole idea was silence. So Srila Prabhupada's room, I don't know how many of you have seen his quarters in Juhu. Very nice, beautiful. Um, So there's his room, then there's like a library. So there's... The doors to his area were closed. Then there was that library room. Then the doors to the library were closed. And then outside was the secretary's desk. So I came upstairs and Tamal Krishna Goswami greeted me very warmly. And we really didn't want to disturb Srila Prabhupada. So we went to the, just to the door leading out of the quarters. We didn't want to leave the quarters completely in case Srila Prabhupada needed to Mount Krishna Goswami. We were as far from Srila Prabhupada as we could be without physically going outside the quarters. And we were speaking in very, we were whispering, you know, speaking in very hushed tones. And to Mount Krishna Goswami said, that he wanted me to go to the bank and make a deposit. And I thought, and I said, you know, I'm the temple president here. There's so many things I can do that no one else can do. But so many people can go to the bank and make a deposit. So, you know, why are you asking me? So then Srila Prabhupada's buzzer rang 
I believe Tamal Krishna Goswami also had a buzzer upstairs. Prabhupada had a buzzer first, and Tamal Krishna Goswami was following Srila Prabhupada. So the buzzer rang, and we were very excited. It was a treat to get to see Srila Prabhupada because he was quite secluded then. So he went running around the outside hallway into his room. And, you know, he asked me how my preaching was. Because I was, I always liked preaching more. I didn't like managing so much. Uh, and then he, and then he said, uh, you know, so many responsibilities, so many things you have to do, but you have to do them. So I thought, wow, that's true. That's absolutely true. And then he said, apparently, out of nowhere, if the spiritual master asks you to go to the bank and you refuse, where is the surrender? So I thought, you know, why did Srila Prabhupada say that? I I thought he couldn't possibly have heard us because there were two or three sets of closed doors between us and we were whispering. All, all, so I thought, you know, Krishna must... Krishna in the heart must have inspired him to say this, to like expose my lack of surrender. So he said, if the spiritual master asks you to go to asks you to go to the bank and you refuse, where is the surrender? And then I thought, actually, my my fault was, my, my defect was that I was thinking of Tamal Krishna Goswami, you know, as my god-brother and peer, which in a way he was. But the way Srila Prabhupada posed that question, I, I, I sense that, you know, I should have been seeing him as representing Srila Prabhupada and not just as a god-brother. And uh, so... That was a very, uh, you know, significant exchange. And, um, and with Tamal Krishna Goswami, and, and not only with Tamal Krishna Goswami, but I try to, um, see, you know, maybe Srila Prabhupada is speaking to me through this person. And, to not take it, not take it lightly. So, um, anyway, uh, you know, Prabhupada left, and then um, Tamal Krishna Goswami and I went to Mayapur to do the Pushpa Samadhi ceremony, like we had done in Vrindavan, the actual Samadhi. And then we went to Juhu, 
for the grand opening of the temple. And uh, that temple is uh, <laughs> immortalized in that photo on the wall right above is that Guru Priya? Yeah, right 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 above Guru Priya. So he came back and you know and that was like a, a major event. And the the grand opening was covered by uh well, I mean there was a big coverage in the New York Times and different uh, journals, and there was there was a major article in Newsweek magazine. In those days, they were just introducing color in, into the magazine. So they had maybe a few color pages. Most was still black and white, but they had a color page dedicated to the opening of the Jew Temple with some some photos. And in one photo, because as part of the opening celebrations, we had a big Harinam Sankirtan on Juhu Beach. And at the front of that procession, there was a small deity of Srila Prabhupada, like this. And I was, I was like at the front with a a Chamara fanning Srila Prabhupada. And that came out in Newsweek magazine. I thought, wow, that's so nice because that's, you know, I felt so natural, you know, being that menial servant of Srila Prabhupada. And then there was another picture of Tamal Krishna Goswami sitting near Srila Prabhupada's Vyasasan, which is a beautiful marble structure, and uh, preaching, you know, preaching very forcefully, like with his finger up like this. And I thought, well, that's so perfect, you know, because he's, you know, he he relishes, you know, representing Srila Prabhupada and preaching, you know, forcefully like Srila Prabhupada would preach. And I thought, like, that's so perfect, you know, I... He was preaching like that, and I was fanning Srila Prabhupada, and it was like, um, yeah, Srila Prabhupada was fulfilling all of our desires to to serve him, and it came out like that in the in the magazine. So, yeah, these relationships are eternal. Uh, our relationship with our spiritual master is eternal. Chakudan Diloye, Janmei Janmei Prabhu say. And so if our relationship with Srila Prabhupada is eternal, then our relationship with his other servants is also eternal. So, like Srila Prabhupada said, you know, he wrote this letter to uh, Tushta Krishna Prabhu. He was the first devotee who met Mr. Nair, who, who owned the Juhu land and tried to cheat Srila Prabhupada. And Srila Prabhupada 
And it was a very, very interesting letter. So, Tusta Krishna Prabhu, he, he, he had been attached to a devotee named Sai in Hawaii, and that, that devotee took initiation from Prabhupada. He had a, his own following. So he took initiation from Srila Prabhupada, he became Siddhasvarup. And so he brought his followers with him, and they also took initiation from Srila Prabhupada. But somehow, Tusta Krishna Prabhu wrote a letter to Srila Prabhupada, suggest. I haven't seen his letter, but from Prabhupada's reply, it seemed that he was suggesting, and and Srila Prabhupada wrote back, you know, uh, that yes, Siddha Swarup is a good soul. uh, Pure devotee. But anyone who's sincerely following the orders of the spiritual master is a pure devotee. So you shouldn't make like a sectarian division that, uh, yeah, that only Siddhasvarup is a pure devotee and not others, and only Siddhasvarup should be followed and not others. Now, anyone who's sincerely following the spiritual master is a pure devotee and should be accepted as our Prabhu master. And then he said, you know, why Why do you want to go back to Krishna with only Siddhasvarup? You know, uh, Siddhasvarup will go, you will go, Shamsundar will go. I think Shamsundar had become the GBC for Hawaii, and maybe, I don't know, maybe there was some tension or conflict. So Siddhasvarup will go, Shamsundar will go, Everyone will go. We'll have another ISKCON in the spiritual sky. Only Mr. Nair, he will not go. <laughs> so, so yeah, we're going to have another ISKCON in the spiritual world. We're going to be with Srila Prabhupada again and with each other. So, you might as well like each other because... We're going to be with each other for a long time, for eternity, we hope. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll have another ISKCON in the spiritual sky. And uh, when Tamal Krishna Goswami left, Burijan Prabhu, who was... Very hard to describe him, but he's, he's, um, I mean, he's totally loyal to Srila Prabhupada and his con, but he's not, he's, um, a little bit of a free thinker, you could say. And after Tamal Krishna Goswami left, he said to me, you know, before when I heard we're going to have another ISKCON in the spiritual world. I wasn't that crazy about the idea. But now that Tamal Krishna Goswami has gone there, the whole proposal seems a lot more attractive. <laughs> uh, 
Shiva Prabhupada Ki Jai, Shrikma Krishna Goswami Maharaj Ki Jai, Gaur Bhaktivinoda Ki Jai. All right, well, whatever's on the schedule, we can proceed. Hi, Vol. So now we'll have Pushpanjali. And um, Raja, could I, could I get a couple of you to help pass out the petals? Okay. <laughs> Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna Hari 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 Rama Hari Rama 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 Hari 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 Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Rama Hari Rama 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 Hari Hari Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Rama Hari Rama Rama Hari Hari Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari Hari Rama, Hari Rama, Rama, Hari Krishna, Hari Krishna, 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 Hari Hari Rama, Hari Rama, Hari Krishna, so if uh, you can come a little closer because when you're offering the flower petals, the idea is that flower petals should reach Giraj Maharaj. So come as close as possible, men on this side, ladies on the other side. So please all repeat after me. Om Jnana Timirandhasya Jnana Shalakaya Chakshurun Metam Jena Tasme Shri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Manobhishta Stapitam Jaina Bhutale Swayam Rupaha Kadamahya Dadati Swapadantika Vandeyaham Sri Guraha Sri Utapadakamala Sri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Sri Rupam Sagrajata Sahagana Raghunathan Vita Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savaduta Parijana Sahita Krishna Chaitanya Deva Sri Radha Krishna Pada Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitamscha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Pishthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Nitinamine 
नमस्ते सारस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चात्य देश तारिणे नमाम विष्णुपादा कृष्ण पृष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति सिद्धांत सरस्वती नामिने शिवाश भानवी देवी देताय कृपाधे कृष्ण संबंध विज्ञान दायने प्रभवे नम माधुर्योज्वल प्रेमाध्य श्री रूपानुग भक्तिदी गौरकुणा शक्ति विग्रहाय नमोस्तुते नमस्ते गौरवाणी श्री मूर्त दीनतारिणे सिद्धांत भ्रांतहारिणे नमो गौरकिशोराय साक्षाद्वैराग्यमूर्त विप्रलंबर सांबोदे आदाबुजाते नम नमो भक्ति विनोदाय चिदानंदनामिने गौरशाक्तिस्वूपाय रूपागवरायते गौराविर्भावूमेस्वा निर्दिष्ट सज्जन प्रिय वैष्णव सार्वभौम जगन्नाथाय ते नम वाचकुभ कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतीतना पावनेभ्य वैष्णवभ्य नमो नम नमो महावदन्याय कृष्ण प्रेम प्रदायते कृष्णाय कृष्ण चैतन्य नामिने गौरतुषे नम पंचतत्वात्मक कृष्ण भक्तूपस्वूप भक्तवतारम भक्ताख्या शाक्ति हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधु दीन बंधु जगतपते गोपेश गोपिका कांता राधा कांत नमोस्तुते जयताम सुरतोपंग मम मंदमतेर्गति मत्सर्वस्व पदाभोज राधा मदन मोहनो दिव्यादृंदारण्य कल्पद्रुमाद 
Stand up and do this three times, okay? So we'll be offering the flower petals nine times. Don't throw all of them at the same time. Please repeat after me. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Srimate Giri Raja Swami Nitinamine Aisha Pushpanjali Aisha Pushpanjali Aisha Pushpanjali Jai Shri Giraj Swami Maharaj Shri Gurudev Ki Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Pishthaya Bhutale Srimate Giri Raja Swami Nitinamine Aisha Pushpanjali Aisha Pushpanjali Aisha Pushpanjali Jai Srila Giraj Swami Maharaj Gurudeva Ki Jai Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Pishthaya Bhutale 
श्रीमते गिरीराज स्वामी नीतिनाश पुष्पांजलि ऐश पुष्पांजलि ऐश पुष्पांजलि जय शिलगिराज गोस्वामी महाराज की शिलगिराज स्वामी महाराज गुरुदेव की शिलगिराज स्वामी महाराज व्यास पूजा फेस्टिवल की शिलगिराज स्वामी महाराज आविर्भाव महातिथि की जय ओम विष्णुपार परमहंस परिवराज गचाच अस्तोत्र सत श्री श्रीमाद हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस श्रील गिरिराज स्वामी महाराज गुरुदेव की निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे विल डू गुरु पूजा टू महाराज wires and stuff hooked up to that Don't stop
जाते गिरिराज स्वामी मिले नमा विष्णु पदाया कृष्ण
Paramahamsa Privajakacharya Asatara Satashi Sriman His Divine Grace Shri Giridaj Swami Maharaj Ki Jayom Vishnupad Paramahamsa Privajakacharya Asatara Satashi Sriman His Divine Grace Shri Sri Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Ki Iskans BBT Founder Acharya Shri Prabhupada Ki Anantakoti Vaishnavinda Ki Namacharya Shri Haridas Thakur Dekhila Pramsekaho Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasari Gorda Bhaktavinda Kija Shri Shri Radha Krishna Go Gopina Shamakund Radhakund Giri Govardhan Nakija Shri Bindavan Dham Kija Shri Maya Pranavadvip Dham Kija Ganga Mai ki jai, Jamuna Mai ki jai, Bhakti Devi ki jai, Tulsi Devi ki jai, Hare Nam Sankirtan Yogda ki jai, 
the Vyaspood ceremony of his Dwanga is Shila Giriraj Sami Ki, Jai Shila Giriraj Maharaj Ki, Shigiriraj Maharaj Ki, Jai Tai Gorpimanandim, Samabeda Bhaktavinda Ki, how glorious to the assembled devotees, how glorious to the assembled devotees, how glorious to the assembled devotees. How glorious, how glorious to Sri Guru, Sri Guranga, how glorious to Sri Prabhupada. I'd like to just make a little announcement. And that is, I'd like to thank Rinda Priya and her team <coughs> for putting on such a wonderful festival. And I'd uh, also like to thank the uh, Kalachanji management team and the temple president, um, Nichananda Prabhu, for facilitating this wonderful festival. Thank you. And for Gary Rajswami for personally being here. <laughs> and to all the assembled devotees who participated. Thank you very much. Hey. Um, I'd just like to make one quick announcement. Everybody is thanking me, but I just showed up and spoke. All of the credit goes to the devotees who planned this for weeks and weeks and months. So please give a big Haribo to Vishnu Priya, Matadi, to Sham Gopal Prabhu, to Hema Garanga Prabhu, and Namaruchi Prabhu, and everybody in the kitchen, Deo Prabhu and his team. They deserve all the credit. Mahaprasada Govinde. Mahaprasada Govinde. Mahaprasada Lobamaya Sadomati Vedegata Katina Samsare Krishna Boya Dayamoy Karibada Jiva Joy Shapasada Dilobai Senamitapa Radha Krishna Gunaga Primitri Koshi Chitanya Nitai Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gaura Bhaktivinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Mahaprasadam Ki Sita Giriraj Maharaj Ki Dainitai Gorpe Manande Hare Krishna, we'll do Kirtan on our way to the Prashadam Hall now. Hare Krishna.
just before leaving, one more, one last request is we'll have all the disciples to be around Giraj Marsh for a group photo. Group photo. And, um, and after that, everyone can come in. So we'd like to request all the disciples and aspiring disciples. It would. Thank you very much.